Hey kids, it's Rob, the resident bard of Vader. Every week you get to hear the glorious sounds of Jeremy and I performing the Knights of Vader theme song. We hope you like it, but are actually here to point you in the direction of other music. If you're a Disney Plus subscriber, you have access to one of the most fantastic music movies of all time, Pixel Perfect. The only problem, just like it is for us with an inferiority complex, is that no one streams it. So, we just want one simple thing for the holidays this year. Everyone who is able to stream Pixel Perfect on Disney Plus does so continuously and indefinitely. Just get it on and make it a part of your family. Maybe it replaces the Yule Log. Maybe it replaces your cousin Donnie. Maybe it becomes the only celebration you need. And maybe, just maybe, it's exactly what the non-specific holiday character that visits your home through the chimney wants to be welcomed with. Why can't I say Santa? One, two, three, four. Um, okay, what if, um, what if the cast of Seinfeld was in Star Wars? We take you now to an Upper West Side far, far away. Big thank you to Anspiriority Complex for providing our theme song. It is December 7th, 2019. My name is Zach Weber, and joining me today is Zanger. All right, let's get this Festivus started right. <laughs> All righty, Zanger and audience. I've got a lot of problems with you people, and you're going to hear about it. <laughs> oh, man. I, uh, I am so excited for this. Oh, folks, it's 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 my favorite day of the year. Or if you know me personally, it's basically a Thursday. But it is <laughs> Festivus Day, people. Uh, for those of you who don't know, this is the uh, technically it's celebrated on December twenty third, but because of the rise of Skywalker, we can't do it around that time of the year. But hey, Festivus! Remember, we celebrate Festivus because Frank Costanza one year tried to buy a doll for his son. In the midst of buying this doll, he blacked out, and when he finally came to, he was raining blows <laughs> down upon a man, and eventually the doll was destroyed in the process, but from the ashes of this process came Festivus. We celebrate Festivus with an aluminum pole because tinsel is distracting, and during Festivus, we air our grievances, and we have the feats of strength, and Festivus is not over until one of us is pinned during the feats of strength. Did I get all out there, Sanger? <laughs> I, as you were talking, I'm like, oh man, I hope he gets to this point, and then you did, and then it was, I hope he says this part, and you did, and I was like, I'm so proud to be on this show today. It's perfect. It is a perfect episode of Seinfeld, folks. Like, most of the episodes of Seinfeld, it's perfect. Mm -hmm. And to this day, almost, God, 20 plus years after uh, Seinfeld ended, we still celebrate Festivus every year. Yes. Yes, we you know, air our grievances, many of them. In the context and guise of a, a galaxy far, far away. So, so I, I'm, a, I'm excited. I'm very excited to do this episode. Not that I got a lot of grievances, but I feel you do. And Oh, uh, yeah, folks. Buckle buckle up, folks. We are, I, I, I oh, God, I, my list is like so many bullet points long. It's kind of an issue of, 
how many do I want to blow through this year or how many I want to save for next year? It's kind of like, I feel like that was how last year ended too, was I think you were just listing stuff at one point. Well, the problem is that my, the one festivist story that I really want to have, and Zenger's heard this story, it's the movie voucher story. And I want to do that so badly, but every time I bring that up, I get angry. I'll forget about everything else that I want to cover, and it goes directly to the movie voucher story. And it, it's there's no coming back from that. Like that will always be like that'll be that's gonna be on my tombstone. It's a hundred percent gonna be my obituary one day. Uh, it's 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 the be all end all for me, folks. Once you've heard the movie voucher story, there's really there's really nowhere else to go. Like you've heard all my stories at that point. <laughs> but but maybe 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 on that fateful day when I finally put the podcast out of its misery, that'll be that's the sign, folks. If you ever hear the movie voucher story, then you know the podcast is finally on its like last breath. We've come this far. <laughs> We've come this far. Zanger, it's our third festivus. It is. It is the third festivus. And I feel like we're somehow gonna repeat some from last year and not even realize it. But so much has happened, so I think we have a grand opportunity to 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 really hammer home some new just do, do I want to say bitchiness? Yeah, no, I. It depends. I've always seen it like I don't like complaining. I my thing is that you can complain as long as you offer solutions. If you complain without solutions, it's just whining, which isn't attractive in the slightest. So what and, we should do is follow up Festivus with uh, how to solve this. No, I think we do that anyway. We usually talk about how to rectify our our issues or our grievances. Yes. Hopefully we we can with some of yeah. this stuff. All righty, Zenger. Who I, I would imagine uh, looking at my list right now, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve bullet points, and that's just what I've written down. Lord knows what I'll come up with on the in the moment. See, all of mine are in the moment stuff for the most part. I guess I'm going to let you go first, only out of the sheer Uh-oh. number of. Um, if I go first, I'm already down one. Okay. All right, I'll go first. I, I, you know, I'll take a more innocent one because some of these ones are pretty heavy, and I know if I say them out loud, I'll get into trouble. But I think they need to be said. Oh no, there's there's gonna be a lot of shots fired here, folks. Because a little peek behind the curtain. Um, I've been up since like three a.m. this morning. I did a lot of like physical labor that's this wh- afternoon. That's it, why I got the message of "Are you available at six a.m." <laughs> <laughs> and I feel you were waiting to that time to feel like it was appropriate to text them at this point, something like that. But yeah, it's uh, I- I'm tired, I'm frustrated, I'm uh, uh, fatigued. So this is gonna be this could be one of those times where it's like I don't think I have a filter, or maybe I won't be as articulate as I usually am, or at least to think I am. And it's just gonna be like you know what, folks, f it all, burn it all down, burn it all, burn it down. <laughs> So I guess my first one, but I'll take it off easy. Can't you can't get into the deep stuff immediately? Um, it's I want to talk about Star Wars toys and more the uh, the oh, recent man. stuff. Oh, is it on your list? No, no, no. I I, I got a positive thing to say about that. Well, but this... so first I want to I'm going to say the positive thing, and then you're going to immediately wreck it with a negative. Well, maybe maybe this could be construed as a positive. But one of the things I've realized that like. On like whether it be like, this is more contemporary Star Wars, as in like the Disney era, we have our toy launch day, whether it be Force Friday, Go Rogue Friday, Triple Force Friday, or whatever the hell they called uh, the solo product launch, uh, Titanic 2.0, where <laughs> it was just kind of like, okay, we're putting all the merchandise out there, and 
with the rise of Skywalker, I, I was on the hype train. I bought a bunch of stuff. I bought the Kylo Ren. I bought the Ray. I bought the uh, Cal Calrissian. I bought a Sith Trooper. And like a week later, Target's like, I, oh, I should say I bought all this stuff at Target because I like Target's return policy. They have like a return policy of like, I don't know, I think it's like 145 months, something like that. <laughs> and I bought all of it full price. And like a week later, they're like, all Star Wars merchandise, buy one, get one off. And I'm like, I'm like, well, why are you doing this? Why are you selling merchandise the first week and then at full price and then a week later discounting it? It's like, why? Again, you're teaching me not to buy stuff as soon as it comes out. You're teaching me to wait and not give you money so I can get it on a discount. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be petty. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep the stuff. And, and for the record, I've, I've kept it all in the box. It's not like I'm opening anything and bringing it back. And then, like, in the last couple of weeks, I'm looking, because, again, Target has, like, a, like I don't know, 150-week long return policy. I'm, like, looking in, like, all these different stores. I know Walmart just a couple of days ago had, like, all the, the Wave 1 figures at, like, $10 a piece. So what I did was I ordered all the figures, again, off of, tar, uh, off of Walmart's website. And I'm going to return them to Target. So, basically, I'm going to get all the figures I wanted for half the money it costs me. And I'm like, why are they doing this? Why are they releasing product just to immediately and like steeply discount it within like weeks? Like even the, um, I know for the Mandalorian, they have the ATST that it's a Best Buy exclusive. And like when it came out, like the beginning of October, I think being of November, it was like $80. And I think now it's like 55. It's Wait, like the ATST from um, the Mando. Yep. No, it's cheaper than that. It's 30. Is it really? No, it's that low already? It's 30. You know how I know that. Why is that's, that? That's, that's my positive thing. I know one of my Christmas gifts. Because I was right there, and uh, Ellie wanted to confirm that that was the one I was talking about. Oh, yeah, okay. It is thir- currently uh, 40. Sorry, it's 40 right now. Well, case in point, folks. Case in point. Mark down from 50. And I think it's the only one that com- that you can get the Mando minifigure at the moment. No. You're talking about Lego? Or- no, it doesn't yeah. come with him. It doesn't come with him. Yeah, it does. It comes with no, the Lego- Mando Lego. Oh, you're talking about the Lego one. I'm talking about the Hasbro. Oh, then we are talking about two completely different <laughs> things. <laughs> all right, that's going to be fun to edit. Uh, <laughs> no, leave it all in. No, but I mean, though, is it like, I guess this is more the Hasbro stuff, because I have no idea what's going on with anything. There's so many freaking Star Wars crap nowadays, it's hard to keep track of it all. But no, that was just the kind of thing that drives me nuts, is like, you release all this product, and you immediately discount it after the hardcore fans have already purchased it. And every time they do this, it's like, you're teaching me not to give you money. You're teaching me just to play the, like, the waiting game, and I'll get a fantastic deal. And I know a lot of people are like, no, you can't do that. You got to support the line. And I'm like, no, like I'm not supporting the line because of their contempt for me. It's like, I'm going to buy It's again, as much as I like buying this stuff the day of, it's a lot of fun. I'm not going to do it at the expense of my pocketbook. So uh, that's my first Festivus complaint is that like, if you're going to release stuff, maybe wait more than like 36 hours to discount it immediately. At least let me have like, I don't know, maybe like a week of owning it before it's like already in the clearance bin. So uh, that is my number one Festivus grievance or first, not my main grievance, but it's the first in chronological order. Well, I know this is going to be completely out of date by the time people are listening to it, but they are doing a buy two, get one free on Disney toys, clothing, Betting and more, 
and Star Wars is included in that. So cool! I can get all my Star Wars stuff and my Frozen stuff in one transaction. Yes, and Toy Story Four. Don't forget that too. And the Lion King. And the Lion. And uh, uh, insert Marvel film here title. And also your tenants, the child parentheses Baby Yoda (laughs) Funko Pop. So that does not come out till date twenty twenty one. 2021. Oh, you can get a t-shirt with them on it, too? Mm, money. <laughs> um, okay, so besides the mistake of... um, Yes, I, I am getting the, the LEGO ATSD. I'm very excited, because that was like... I was like, oh, that's the only one that comes with the LEGO minifigure, and I kind of wanted some LEGO stuff. I'm not slowly trying to become Mark. I just... You know, I haven't gotten LEGOs in a while, and the girls kind of like Legos, so I figured I'd get a few sets to build. And I got Ellie a few sets to build, but I know she won't listen to this, so guess what? <laughs> I got Ellie some Lego sets. So um, I guess my first airing of Grievance, and I feel this is one I bring up yearly, and I will continue to bring up yearly. Screw you, YouTube people who do Star Wars content right now. Yes. I, I am heartily tired. agree. I am tired of going to just, like, my homepage. I'm not even going to your page, and I'm seeing, like, screenshots of different i'm like i don't want to see ray doing something to somebody that it's like is that a spoiler thing i don't know i am tired of also seeing like certain people having videos called yoda finally explains the real reason he never wanted to train luke parentheses this is canon it's like what where where are you getting this content where are you getting this content coming from where um in other videos such as I, i'm actually i'm just tired of seeing spoiler stuff for for rise of skywalker i know they're revealing yeah. a lot of stuff in the trailers and i'm not trying to actively be paying attention to it and it once again disney's really good about taking stuff completely out of context in those vi- in videos and stuff so but no i'm just i'm tired of certain people on here posting stuff and it's like this is confirmed canon i'm like from what where is this confirmed canon from and i feel you're just making clickbait videos because another one is star wars confirms yoda is to blame for the sith return the jedi all of the jedi are to blame they're all morons and allowed it to happen at, you, Luke was not sitting there during Last Jedi and going, this was all Master Yoda's fault because when he returned as a Force ghost, he should have just grabbed him and started going, this was your fault. <laughs> but no, it's just, I, I'm tired of certain YouTube people like getting stuff. Also, one of them recently got one of the big Star Destroyer Legos, like the big one. And it, it got sent to him by Lego. And you know what? Maybe it's just me being salty, but I want one sent to me that I could talk about. And I don't post a ton of freaking YouTube videos, but I talk about it on a podcast. Well, okay, that's maybe maybe that one's a little personal. No, I'm glad you brought that up because it br- it kind of brings me. It's actually it brings me to two of my uh, grievances. Actually, yeah, we're nice, some of these out. I know. I think we have a pretty nice uh, volley here going back and forth. Um, I'm going to play off yours for a second. I'll circle back to it. Uh, the first one I want to get to is the the fake news, and then we'll get to the uh, the Lego stuff. It uh, the fake news thing it drives me nuts. Like it even happens in the Knights of Vader Facebook group is that someone will post a link to uh, wegotthiscover.com, and I want I want everybody in the audience to do repeat after me. And anytime you see the words in this order, we got this covered. I want you to insert the word bullshit. <laughs> because that's what it is. And I think I'm gonna have a new rule going forward that if anybody we got posts this bullshit covered, yes. 
if nice. we if, if one of those articles ever sh- it once again shows up in the Knights of Vader Facebook group, we are deleting it because it is fake. We got this covered. Makes things up. That's I, all they I'm do. I'm just gonna solidly post this now in the Facebook group. Don't be that person, Zanger. Don't be. Don't lead a bad example to, for the rest of the uh, Galaxy Warriors out there. All right. Um, but no, that's that's one of those things. I agree with you with YouTube. Like I, I had the ending to Jedi Fallen Order ruined for me. Um, I've pretty much had to like. Yeah, like, me too. I've pretty much had to like. God, do all my like safety settings to like exclude the word Star Wars on all of my social media, whether it be like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, just to make sure nothing gets through. And even then, still, like I've seen stuff from like the TV spots I don't want to see because someone's just gonna like you'll watch a video. It's like oh, like ten tricks to like mastering Kylo Ren in Battle Battlefront Two, and they'll be playing the like the TV spot in the background with like the Sith troopers and the Knights of Ren. I'm like, why? It's like, why? You're talking about the video game. Why are you showing footage from the movie? And it's like, it's like, whatever. And it's like, well, another channel to unsubscribe from. And there's just a lot of that. I think most of it, too, comes down to, this is another point, I'll get into that in a moment, is that these people are just so money hungry that Mm -hmm. they're, they're just chasing clicks. And anything to get, it doesn't matter. It's like, if somebody watches a video for whether it be a second or for 10 minutes, they got the view count. And I'm not saying that, like, I know YouTube does certain things where it's like, oh, attention's important too for some. Oh, yeah. Sure. But at the same time, though, that, like, if you're trying to land, like, a, like you just mentioned, like, a sponsorship deal with not sponsorship, but, like, if you want Lego to send you a free 800, what, $800 Star Destroyer, Lego's not going to ask to look at your analytics. They're going to see that you get, like, 200,000 views in the span of 48 hours, and they're going to send it to you. They don't care if only people watched your video for 10 seconds and turned it off. They're going to give you this stuff based on the view count. And that's what these people are going for. All like right, people, people, people on are are what? What was it? Galaxy Warriors. It depends on which one. We have Galaxy Warriors. We have. Uh, I think at one point, I, uh, something's going to happen where the Knights of Vader audience is called Lemmings by Rob. Uh, we haven't got. We haven't crossed <laughs> that bridge yet, but uh, that's going to happen. We'll get to it, in the future, we'll, folks. We'll get to it. Um. Anyways, you guys need to go out and tell Lego that you want me to get one of the big Star Destroyers to unbox. And build while doing a record of Knights of Vader. I won't talk about it the entire time. You'll just hear sounds in the background of me building it. But wouldn't you love to just hear somebody build it and hear the excitement of me building it? <laughs> and stepping on the bricks occasionally. Yeah. I might take a picture when I'm done, but you should send it to Lego and tell them that they need to send me a free one that I can build on the podcast. Once again, I will not show any video or anything except for hearing me build it. And wouldn't that be something exciting that you've never experienced is hearing someone build a Lego Star Destroyer? (laughs) While drinking some sort of alcoholic beverage in the process. No, man, you got to be focused when you're building that stuff. (laughs) Got to be sober. I got to be on my A game for that. Uh, that's funny. Uh, but no, getting to your point about like people being sent free things that really, um, it doesn't make sense why they're sent free things. It's again, funny you mentioned that cause that's another one of my, my festivist grievances is, uh, this was going to through these people. We are, we're going to, we're going to bang through these. This isn't going to be a three hour long discussion. Uh, back in, I think may when galaxy's edge opened in Disneyland, I remember seeing like, like what was happening was that like people who were being invited to go like a bunch, I mean like the definition of randos on like social media were being invited 
and I found out was um, a certain publisher of Star Wars books was offering a certain title that was related to Galaxy's Edge, like months in advance. And I'm like, and the weird thing was, I this this person on on the inter on social media got a copy of the book, and the person was not like in this account did not have a lot of followers, did not not considering like getting a free, like an early access copy of a book. And I remember this person took a picture of it, and all the comments are like, "Oh wow, like are you going to review this for the like for your like like social media account?" They're like, "No, I don't like Star Wars," and. I looked at that and I'm like, I I, I kind of my jaw dropped and I'm like, what? What? Why are they giving out promotional copies of books to people that a don't like Star Wars and b are saying they're not going to review it? And so I I contacted this publisher's PR department and I said, hey, like I'm a Star Wars podcaster. I said I've reviewed like like God like so many copies of your books. Um, I've actually, I provided evidence that of, from people who've contacted me, who've actually purchased both physical copies, digital copies and audiobooks based on my reviews. And I said, is there any way I could get a copy of this that you've already provided people? And I got told we're not providing early copies at this time. And I sat there and went, well, I, I didn't, at that point I just gave up because I figured it wasn't worth pursuing. And I, I looked and I said, huh, an internet rando who has nothing to do with Star Wars got a copy of a book, said they didn't like Star Wars, and said they weren't going to review it. Yet I, a Star Wars podcaster that wants to review your media and has an audience that's that's hungry for those sort of reviews, got told, F off. And then it's funny, the person who I cut in the PR department had a, like a, a masthead, and I'm sorry, not a masthead, had a um, – Again, they, they had a, a title and all this, and I looked into their title, and what they were, they actually just graduated from college, I think, that that month. So you had – and I think this is going to your point, Zanger, about the fact that um, the way these PR and marketing departments send out free samples, I think you've got a bunch of dumb kids who don't understand how marketing works – and mm-hmm. they just send things out to people they think are cool and popular. So it doesn't matter if a person is just like a, like a vacuous void. Um, they just send it out because, oh, this person has followers. I'm going to send it to them and they're going to rave about it. And then I send it out to them and it's like it, it lands like a, a sack of bricks. And yeah. And I, I'm, I'm, I, folks, you have, again, I think we all know my affinity for reviewing Star Wars books on this podcast. And I was kind of mildly devastated when that happened, where it's like, I didn't even get told no, or we're sorry, you don't meet the threshold of like enough of an audience. Cause I also provide them with our stats. Like I did, I get, I, it's funny, Zenger and I were talking in the pre show recording about uh, providing stats to people. And I actually, like, I researched this on how to like contact publishers for like advanced review copies. And I provided like all like the metadata, all the analytics they might need. And I, I, I sent like, I like, can, I don't want it wasn't a lengthy email. I kept it very concise. And all I got Seven was one book, sen- please. Well, it was it was a it was a smidgen more eloquent than that. But I, I but the response I got was pretty much exactly like that. It was it basically said F off jerk. And I was like, okay then. 
it, 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 again, a definition of disheartening. And once again, I think it's again going back to how Disney and Lucasfilm market Star Wars. I really don't think they know how to market it. I genuinely think they have they are out of their depth when it comes to marketing Star Wars, and that's why they've lost such a control in the narrative of Star Wars in the last like eighteen mm-hmm. months. I do not disagree with that. I feel like they, like sometimes they're on point with certain things, and other times. I, I feel like they they just threw this to somebody. It's like you you're you're hip with the youth. Go figure out how to sell this to them. I think it's a lot of um, it's a lot of hail marys. I think I think their strategy for marketing anything Star Wars now is just uh, and I think it's their strategy for pretty much everything. Not even just Star Wars, whether it be Frozen, Marvel. Um, the, the the Pixar, the live action remakes. I think it's just the brand will carry us over the the goal line, and that works most of the time. But it's not always going to work, and eventually it's going to stop working, and they're going to pay a very hefty price for that. Like, remember, folks, everything that goes up must come down. Like, there's going to be a Marvel film that bombs, and it's eventually going to all fall apart. It's, it's inevitable, whether it be a day, week, month, year, decade, half a century from now. Uh, there will be a Marvel film that just causes this to all collapse. Is it but Black for... Widow? Okay, tangent. What do you think of that trailer? Eh, it was okay. I, it, it got me a little bit more excited for it than I thought it was going to. If it weren't, for, like... the fact, if it weren't for the fact that it has the word Marvel in the title... Would anybody care about that movie? Mm, see, that's the problem. It's it. It doesn't tell you anything about anything. Nope. It's just it's just spectacle. It's it's for some reason. Like I'm watching this, and it's like remember that in the first Avengers movie where like Black Widow's like biggest like her biggest like moment was like jumping on top of Captain America. She like that was her like big spectacle moment yeah. in the sense of like like physical like. Like doing something extraordinary And then we have her in this and she's like falling out Of a plane shooting people And I'm like what is, what is going on Yeah that, like, I was very confused About that scene too I'm like it looks like, like They're making her some, Captain America 2.0 it looks like Something's falling out of the sky She's being chased by people shooting guns And she's like just Determinately skydiving through it all Yep like it's 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 funny. Think about the very first time we were introduced to like Black Widow, the alter ego, not Natasha Romanoff. She's in Iron Man two, like fighting a bunch of goons in like an office hallway, and then like fast forward, what, not what ten years later, and she's like jumping out of a plane, doing like a Trinity from the Matrix as she picks off guys like left and right, and it's like again on a spectacle level, I have no problem with it. But it's like this it's not the same character anymore. Like the character from Iron Man 2 and the character from Black Widow, they're two different characters at this point. There, when does this take place, can... by the way? That's the other uh, thing I want to know. Well, considering they haven't told us, I can only assume she survived the events of Endgame. That's the only conclusion I can pull from this. Doesn't say it takes place. I, I she feel survived you're Endgame. Doing this to be irritating on purpose. Well, they didn't tell me. Come on, Mar- uh, Zenger. Every Marvel film is linear. Every film just goes into the next one. So she survived Endgame. They haven't told me otherwise. Doesn't it? Doesn't tell me what you. None of these Marvel films have any dates. They're just there. I can only assume she survived Endgame, which means that that film only one person died. Which means again, there's no way. Again, Tony Stark's they come back. None of these characters are dead. There's no stakes to any of these movies. It's just swipe your credit card to help defeat Thanos. Oh, by the way, spoiler alert for Ellie still. 
<laughs> Zenger, is she ever going to watch this? I I I almost got her to watch um, Far From Home. Oh yeah, okay. You I, get, was, okay. I'm I, I, own it, I own it as a as a physical copy, cool. and I was like, "Hey, we should watch this." And she's like, "Do I have to watch Endgame?" And I'm like, "No." Nope. And she just nope. stared at me, and I'm like, "I'm gonna turn it on." And she goes, "You better not." And I was like, "Okay." I got no. scared. Zanger, if you can get her to watch Far From Home before Endgame, that's worth it. Like, and, and, and the thing about this, it, it kind of becomes this weird sort of reversal. If she watches Far From Home before Endgame, then she's never allowed to watch Endgame. Now you've got to do the exact opposite. For making her want to watch it, you've got to do everything in your power to stop her from ever seeing it now. I'll see what I can do. Nope. <laughs> Work on it, Zanger. We'll, we'll, we'll tune in next year, folks, to see if this actually came to fruition. Did you say next week or next year? Because either next one year. is great. Perfect. Next year. Turn to next year's Festivus to find out if Zenger was able to stop Ellie from watching uh, Avengers Endgame for over a year. <laughs> Two years almost at that point. Oh, my God. God damn. I hate. All right. Zenger, do you have a next uh, Festivus or do you want me to delve into one of mine? Uh, you know what? Do another one of yours real quick because I have one, but I, I'm very interested to see if we... Yeah, because you technically didn't do one. You only piggybacked off mine, so do one of your own choosing. Okay. Um, uh, let's see if I can keep the volley going. I'm going to talk about uh, Star Wars video games. There we go. I figure... You, you... <laughs> it, it, they're canceled, by the way. <laughs> I don't know, Zanger. We did get Fallen Order. That didn't get canceled. It, it's canceled. It's canceled? Yes, they're going to come to your house and take your copy because it actually was canceled. Oh, jeez. I hate it when that happens. You know what they'll do is they're not going to take it out of your house. They're just going to brick your console. Oh, no, not that. (laughs) Um, My Anthem would do that. Uh... Wasn't that a $5 GameStop title for like Black Uh... Friday? Uh, it might have been that that game that, that game you know what that that's a whole different festivist thing but that game destroyed the um mass effect franchise too to, to you know create this new franchise that well let's just say there's a reason it's on sale and it also apparently did not do well in your system apparently burnt up a few systems yeah, but no, yeah. Go, going to Star Wars video games, though, I know like it's become a running joke on here, me and my um, quasi-contempt for Jedi Fallen Order, and I guess to say that it's not really contempt, it's just kind of like a, I'm not spending $60 for a 12-hour campaign, it's like, sorry, not doing that, especially one that's kind of like a one-and-done, it's like, okay, I did it, there's really no reason for me to go back to it other than just if you want to be a completionist. And the thing I, I kind of, and it's less maybe Jedi Fallen Order and more just EA in general, and just maybe this, the the practice of uh, these big publishers is that I think I've said it a few times on here that I still play Battlefront 2 a lot. It's probably the main game that I play. And Battlefront 2 does this thing, and again, Zenger's the gamer here, so maybe he'll, he's, he's probably more enlightened than I am on this, is that, um, Every like six to eight weeks, they'll release an update for Battlefront 2 that fundamentally changes how the game is played. And it's like every two months, I have to relearn how to play the game. And it drives me out of my mind. And it's kind of like after that, I and I know Jedi Fallen Order is a single player game. Uh, Battlefront 2 has been changed more times in the last two years than most people can count. 
But Zanger, is it normal for a publisher of a multiplayer game to fundamentally alter the game every six to eight weeks? So here's an interesting thing that I've been a trend I've been noticing in some games. And by some games, I mean, I play a lot of Destiny 2 right now. Destiny 2, and I know Call of Duty does it, and I think Halo's going to start doing it too, is they do what's called a season. Oh, and Fortnite does this too, and I think some of those other ones. They do what's called a season. And what that is, is for Destiny, I'm just going to use Destiny because that's my reference. For about three months, there is like a, if you play the game, you get rewards and you go up in this ranking thing for, for during the season. Now, for Destiny, you can do that for free. But if you pay money, you get bonus rewards on your way up and multipliers to help you get to the top quicker. So that's the thing. It, and, but, that, but the thing is, every after that's done, the next one they do, there's new stuff to do so you can go do that stuff. So it changes up how you proceed through that ladder system. Um with them changing up stuff, it's I feel it's just EA trying to throw stuff at a wall and see what's sticking. It would not surprise me if they went to like a season system to where it's like, oh, pay ten bucks and for three months you can get extra content and stuff and or you could not pay it and you can still do that system. You just don't get as much. I mean, if you want to be that way about it. And that's and that's the thing I feel a lot of things are doing. You can get into the game, like you you can start the game play the game, get the season, you know, the the expansion pass or get all the extra content. And it's like, what can we do to continue to milk people? Oh, let's set up a thing to every three months they have to give us money. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I feel it's a good idea, and that's the thing. Like, I see, like, I'm surprised, and I might be wrong, EA I don't think has that with any of their games yet. But them changing up how the gameplay is done, it's just, I feel like they're just trying to, they, they've got Star Wars in there, in there it's, it's the whole thing we keep saying. No one understands Star Wars, apparently, that is currently in the process of selling us Star Wars. Yes, I agree with that point. But I think what you're, I know what you're getting at with the seasons. And folks, um, just in case, a heads up, if we're in the middle of this and Russ all of a sudden appears out of nowhere, uh, pardon the interruption, uh, Russ was supposed to be part of this phone call and he might just show up. So uh, excuse him once he does. Um, but the thing about, Battlefront 2 is that they kind of they have not done seasons. Remember again, a little Zinger remembers, but the big controversy with the loot boxes and all that, and the the you know this is this is the new loot box. But they're not doing that though for this. Like everything for Battlefront, they're not. From what you've told me, they haven't like other than like aesthetic customization, like armor. There's really no new content that's like that you have to grind through. Like there's really been only a handful of maps released and everything's been kind of free. There's nothing you've had to pay for for Battlefront 2 unless you want like an aesthetic skin and that's it. Well, what if they did a thing to where it's like you pay 10 bucks? Like they they do something to where it's like for 3 months you can play Battlefront and there's like a tier system where I mean you you could get some of the like like a like like a different weapon skin or something like 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 something where it's something simple. They don't. They're, you, they're not doing that though. But that's not that's not my issue though. Like like that's no. But would you want something like that? Not really, because I don't like. Okay, well, I want from Battlefront two 
is like the I should still say the game is still broken. They, and the problem is like every time they do something, they make it worse. Like they didn't really do a, a horrible update in the, for the game for at least a couple months now. And the beginning of December, they did a really dumb update because I guess I should say for the most part, all I really play is uh, heroes versus villains. Um, I play Galactic Assault every once in a while, but that's just so frustrating because all it is is just like. It, it's a lot of just happenstance shooting. It's still better than anything Call of Duty related, but a lot of it's just it's it's you need a good team, and with any sort of like game or like a match that's like twenty versus twenty, if you don't have a good team, it's just a matter of just spinning your wheels until you lose the match. But like to give an example of what my problem is, in, I, I just see me just running in a circle going woo. Well, not even that though, because you and I play Battlefront like what once or twice. Yeah, and you we at least play more. Well, yeah, it'd be fun. But like the problem is that, like, I the two things I like. Um, I mean, yeah, let me rephrase this. Uh, the big thing I play, like I said, is heroes versus villains, and like most of the characters are really boring to play as. Except for on the like the hero characters are so boring. Every hero character, for the most part, is a lightsaber character, and the characters that don't have lightsabers are like extremely like underpowered, except for Han. Like so, anytime I play on the light side, I play as Han because he's one of the few characters that actually requires some effort to be good with. And on the villain side, the villains actually have a pretty nice, like, diverse, like, weapon set in the sense of like it's not just lightsabers. Like you have Bosk, you have Boba Fett, you have uh, Phasma, you have Inversio. It's you have Palpatine. Who? Inversio. <laughs> exactly. Who's that? Who is that indeed? Uh, but. Why time I play as the villains, I play as Palpatine. And folks, I am like a god when I play as Palpatine. Like Palpatine, all that character's broken, by the way, in that game. Just saying, good broken or bad broken? Bad broken, because he like flips across the field, shoots lightning, and like suddenly you're dead. And the thing that shows that it kills you was this flipping lunatic. <laughs> well, that's the thing, though, is that like. Like there's so many normies out there that when they play Battlefront 2, they just they play as Luke or Anakin, and all they do is just swipe at you. And it requires no skill because it doesn't require aiming. All you've got to do is go in the general vicinity of a character and just pull the right trigger twice, and you've killed somebody. It, re it requires no effort or skill. But like, if you don't know how to use Palpatine right, you will be melted instantaneously. But I've become incredible with Palpatine, where I can just like move, dodge, evade, much like Zenger was saying. Like I, I am that blur just flying across the screen, just like electrocuting people to death, and it's glorious. But then a couple of days ago, they released an update for the game, and then out of nowhere, they have this weird sort of like, oh God, Zenger, you probably know the term. Like Nerf. it's like a no, 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 no. Well, no. no, I don't know if it's nerf, but like they added this weird sort of like aim graphic, like a, I don't want to call it like a heads up display, but you know, like when you have like, I guess it's like a, a site almost for Palpatine. That's like this giant, like flower configuration in the middle of the screen before it was literally just like a little dot. that You could change the color to depending on what your preference is. But now they have this weird sort of just like flower graphic in the middle of the screen. And it's like a it obstructs like part of my view. So I can't see what's going on. And considering that Palpatine is a character that's solely focused on like, 
like a line of sight. I can't see what's going on. And then, like you were saying, they've changed things about him. So, like, oh, when he electrocute, like, I'll be electrocuting somebody. Like, like you take a character that has no defense ability, like a Han Solo or a Leia or a Lando who doesn't have a lightsaber that can block his lightning attacks, and I'll just be literally standing next to a person that's not even playing and electrocuting them, and their health is not even going down. And then yet, like one person like is playing as Luke Skywalker takes a swipe at me with full health and kills me instantaneously. And it's like, is the game broken? Is that person modding? Like I know there's an insane level of modding going on in the Xbox, which is why I play as because I've like I'll be like like playing as Han Solo. And again, I can do pretty much one v one anybody as Han Solo because I know how to sit there, get out of any situation. And I've played it before because you're only allowed two dodges or evades instantaneously. And I've seen it where someone will dodge and evade as like Kylo Ren or Vader like four or five times in a row. And it's like, okay, this person's modding the game. Because you can't do that. Like I've a couple of times, I've tried to like duplicate things. Like I'll I'll do like a uh, a screen save, and I'll actually go back like in arcade and try to duplicate the maneuvers, and I can't. And I, and I know, and that's what happens too. There's an insane amount of modding, and just nobody cares because nobody, neither Xbox or EA is policing that sort of thing because there's no money in, in banning people, so they're not going to do that. So, and that's, you can tell you can tell them, hey, stop doing that. Don't do that anymore. Okay. You know, my favorite thing was a couple times I'd play as like Palpatine or like Han Solo or even sometimes in Galactic Assault if I was doing really well and people would actually message me reported. (laughs) Every single time that happens, I respond with thank you with the heart emoji. Oh, man. Folks, I want you to know that if you if you think somebody's modding or cheating in a game and you tell them that you are going to delight them. They, you, nothing puts a smile on a gamer's face and somebody thinking you're cheating while you're not because of just how good you are. Right, Zegger? That's like the highest compliment you can pay somebody in the gaming community. It, it honestly is. I'm trying to think. I feel like there's something that happened to me once that someone said something. Though I I, I used to be real annoying when I played um when I play online. I've kind of calmed down a little bit since. And by real annoying, I mean... I used to sit there and just I put on a headset and just be like just do just random annoying voices the entire time. So what would I do is I'd be like, um, I how do I explain this without sounding like a complete lunatic? It's impossible. Uh, I'd be sitting there and I'd be like, we need to stop the Joker. Like like I just do like just randomly like pick somebody on my team and just bother the hell out of them. Just be you're, like, we need you're griefing them. I, I know I was just I was making the game fun for myself because it's like, oh, my gosh, I, you know, I'm playing this for fun. But this person's taking this way too seriously. So I'm just going to sit here and be irritating to them. Yeah, I did that a lot back in high school. Probably, I, I did that I, a lot a few years. I mean, like a few days ago. <laughs> David, OK, OK, tangent time. Then we'll get back to Star Wars uh, grievances. Maybe. I remember like, when the Friday the 13th game first started, I remember I played a match against somebody and they had their, however, like you said, they had their mic configured. So they were, they were Jason Voorhees and we were all the counselors mm-hmm. and they had the, they had the uh, DuckTales theme song. It's just, as Jason's trying to kill you <laughs> on loop. See here, DuckTales. Woo. Is oh, Jason is chasing you around the map, trying to kill you. And the that, best part that- was, might be one of the greatest things I've ever heard, by the way. 
it was hysterical because like every single time Jason would get close to you, you can start hearing like the person's thing. So it's like all like I know where you start hearing like the the Jason like theme of like but at the same time you hear woo ducktail. Is it gets progressively louder? Like imagine, folks, if you want a comparison to this, imagine like instead of like the dun 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 of like Jaws, replace that with the DuckTales theme song. Mm-hmm. That's exactly that's exactly what it was. Um it was it was great. It's uh, I did it once or twice and it was a lot of fun. But the only problem is you really can't hear the other people responding, so you kind of lose some of the effect of it all. And that's um, why I like the PlayStation, because you can set up where you can hear the responses and you can just sit there and just giggle like a schoolgirl. Yep. Yeah, um, that that's when gaming is fun. Gaming is fun when you can uh, uh, mock the other players without really anybody getting offended. Exactly, and that's why I become Batman and keep calling somebody Robin and telling them we have to stop the Joker. <laughs> oh, dear. All right, and they yeah, tell game- keep telling me to leave him alone, and I refuse. Damn straight. Um, but no, getting back to like Battlefront 2, like I, I am kind of so frustrated with EA because like every single time they'll do something stupid. And I know it's dice versus respawn when it comes to like the like the individual developers under the umbrella of EA. But it's like I'm just, again, you play a game for like weeks, months, years, and you get good at it, and then they just change the rules of it. Like, like I was watching a video today. And they're talking about like all the different like attributes of like Kylo Ren in the game, and they've changed things. Like before, like they have such weird rules that like if you're like if you're being attacked by a lightsaber character, the damage they inflict to you changes drastically whether they inflict it from like the front, back, or the sides. And it's like, well, what difference does it make if Kylo Ren's swiping at me from the front or back? If it's a lightsaber damage, it should be consistent across the thing why is it that if he gets me from the back it does three times the amount of damage than if it does from the front it should all matter whether there's like a defense to the character or not and it's so weird and they'll do things like that they'll just play with these weird sort of just elements of the, like the character's damage and health and it's like they'll and they'll do things too like where like if you try to activate a character's ability they'll like they'll like they'll increase the animation so like you'll activate like a shock effect for palpatine and you'll do that but it takes like a minute and a half for it to go through because palpatine has this weird has to do some sort of weird little jig before it works yeah and it's, it's a like, dance Exactly. But before the, the animation only lasted half a second, now it's like a, a second and a half. And if you're not used to that, that ruins the character for you because, again, like Zenger was saying, it's like an inadvertent nerf. It's not like they're lowering damage or buffing other characters. They're just changing weird components of the game that nobody's even talking about. Like, nobody on Reddit's complaining that Palpatine's animation dance is too short like it's such a weird thing to fix it's like the video game equivalent of mcclunky it's like <laughs> why is this here it McClunky. makes no sense bang see folks it's not the same when russ isn't around to play clips i can just do it myself badly but yeah no, that's kind of my biggest thing with like yeah i, I really like maybe it's less like I, again i still think jedi fallen order is like a watered down force unleashed i don't get like why people are saying it's game of the year like imagine if i said in 2019 that madden 07 is the game of the year it's like yeah <laughs> y- you had it like it, it's true though it's like imagine they release madden 2019 or 2020 and it's the exact same game from like 2007 but it's further watered down 
and that's what that's what Fallen Order is. It's a watered down version of the Force Unleashed. It's everybody's raving about it, like, oh, it's so much better because you don't have as many Force powers. It's like, yeah, that's exactly what I want in a video game. Less options. I want more of that. Why don't we tone down the graphics and make them look like an N sixty four game while we're at it? Or let's just go full steam ahead and make it look like an Atari game. It's like, get out of here, folks. It's like, no. It's like no, it's and I want on the record too that I was right that the game was dis- the deluxe version of the game was discounted by like twenty dollars or not even it was more than that I think like thirty dollars like like less than two weeks after release. I wanted on record that I called that and I got it right. So I'm gonna I'm 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 gonna both um, Festivus and Feats of Strength real quick. Uh, to to, uh, to lift this game back up a little bit, if okay. if if that is allowed in this whole sure. situation, please. Remember, right. it's not over until one of us is pinned. All right. So um, so got the game as as was pointed out in a previous thing. I think like the weekend episode was released. I said I'm not buying this game till it's on sale. The day that episode was released, I was sitting there buying it. Um, I have turned down the difficulty. Because this game is Dark Souls in the sense of it's not as hard as Dark Souls, but it still punishes you for trying. It's like, oh, you paid money to have an enjoyable time? Screw you. And just pound you into the ground with, like, if you cannot get, like, the dodge and counter down, timing down perfectly, you're just going to die repeatedly. But how hard is that to figure out, though? You can figure that out in an afternoon. Oh, no, you, you can. It's just having the, like repetition of it and then of course so as it's you boring as you get further into the game there's enemies that punish you even worse if you aren't like have that down packed or if you mess it up a little bit so that's why turning down difficulty is beneficial if you want to actually play it and enjoy the story as for the force unleashed can and that's that's the thing force unleashed was you're an overpowered jedi this is your underpowered in but the sense of like Enemies can mess you up, but at the same time, yes, why wasn't this Force Unleashed 3 and you just changed up the the, um, the gameplay a little bit? But that's what I mean, though, is that, like, again, maybe this isn't Fallen Order's fault, but it's kind of like, imagine you go to, like, Burger King in 2008 and you get, a, like, a, a Whopper, and then you go back in 2019 and you get, like, a cheeseburger, a double cheeseburger. It's like that's kind of what this is. It's like it's My a step backwards. <laughs> he's he's here, folks. It only took forty five minutes. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry about that. How are you guys doing tonight? <laughs> <laughs> We're glad we have you on, Ross. It didn't feel the same without the soundboard. I was oh, having to do it God. myself. Hey, sometimes this is the way. Yeah. There we go. Ross, you've missed so many Festivus grievances. Should we list them? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Leave leave, leave him out. I want to see if he he hits on any that we've already had on. Then be like, up. you can't talk about it. We already talked about it. Oh, yeah, Ross. You've missed so many insights. So many profound insights when it comes to complaining on a Star Wars podcast. We've broken new ground. Right right now, we are on uh, Fallen Order, so... Zach was about to indulge me on how it's not The Force Awakens, but is Unleashed. That too. <laughs> no, but it just it feels like such a step backwards, and yet everybody's triumphing it because it's such a step backwards. And again, maybe if The Force Unleashed didn't exist, it'd be much easier to kind of like accept Fallen Order. 
But the idea that like, oh, this game is great because what you kind of, and again, what you're saying, Zenger, I don't think is really kind of even exclusive to you. It's just like, oh, this game is so good because of how difficult it is. That Okay, I, I want to say something on that. Continue, but I want to come back to that in a minute. Sure. But yeah, I just think it's weird to highlight a game for the fact of how regressive it is. It's, it's kind of like, again, going to a restaurant and being like, wait, excuse me, I had like three times the amount of options like 10 years ago. No, 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 this is better. We've made it more simplistic for you we to streamline like, it. Well, exactly. I don't think you can, like, yeah, you can make that case. But at the same time, though, considering that this is the same Star Wars fandom, that all they want is, again, the exact same things over again, I don't get how you remove so many key aspects. Again, you, if you're going to be a Jedi, I want to be a Jedi. I don't want to be some kid who, who has, like, force push and can barely wield a lightsaber. Eh. Yeah, I haven't got to play it yet. <clears throat> God, I'm not even awake. But, but I have a friend who's playing it. He just says it's brutal. Is that the case where it's like a, it, it, it is, like a okay. Dark Souls level, just brutally yes. hard at points? <laughs> yes, okay. I'm going to say this. I'm, I'm somebody who has dabbled in Dark Souls. I understand the premise of it. But I, I play games that enjoyed them. If a game's going to beat me over the head because I have not gotten expert level like, good at it, I'm going to stop playing it. Not saying that the Star Wars game has, but it's in that same vein. If a game is difficult, that doesn't mean it's innovative or good because it's hard to play. I'm just saying that this is a grievance from other stuff, too, because too many games try to utilize the, oh, we make this game impossibly hard. It's like, then what's the enjoyment out of it if you can't even play it, even on the simplest difficulty? Is that a thing of stretching the game out as far as time-wise goes? It, it, just it, yes. Yes. Hours yes. of gameplay where it's like, oh, you thought that Battlefront was short? Well, check this out. Well, that, that, that's yeah. the thing, and I understand people like that, but it's like, I would like to, if if... And that's the cool thing. On the Star Wars game, it does have a thing to where if you turn down difficulty, it says you are playing this to focus on the story. And and that's cool because it's explained to you that, hey, this is going to be a little bit easier because you want to focus on the story aspects of it. Then if you turn it up, it's basically like you're doing this because you want to die. <laughs> and and that's, and that's cool that it at least gives you that. But like Dark Souls, like it doesn't have that. You just get dropped in and it's like, screw you for buying this game. And the funny thing is I used to work with somebody who was like big into Dark Souls. And they were talking about how there was like glitches in the game. Like glitches that like were meant to hurt you as the player instead of like, oh, I can exploit this glitch to where if I hide over here, he can't see me because they didn't program it properly or something. No, it's, oh man, you, you, you can't switch between weapons if you're in this area or something. Or there's, it's like them messing up the game coding does not equal them making the game harder. That is, they should fix that. Like, I never got... I understand there's people, but it's like, for me, that, that gameplay aspect is something to where it's completely lost on me. I don't mind turning up a difficulty in a game. Like, I'm like, oh, man, I've gotten good at this. This is getting simple. Let me turn it up. I don't like where the difficulty is turned up to the max. And the... I have to play this game... For, I played this game for 10 hours, and I'm barely past the first level because it's so freaking hard. Is there any kind of diversion in the game itself? Like, is there any, like, a, I know a lot of good Star Wars games, at least, usually have a little mini game where you could just take them characters and make them fight each other. Like, I know the older uh, nope, older Jedi games have just have run-around modes on the maps. No? It is straight up, 
you're doing this. Now there is like, oh, you got a new force power. Maybe you should double back to that planet you were at and to that area you weren't able to get into, and maybe you can get into it now. And also you can customize your lightsaber and stuff too. Which is Yeah, don't they sell all the pieces at uh, Galaxy's Edge now? Isn't that a little, little cross-promotion? Where I think almost oh, like you- 90% of the things you can build in-game, you can build at Galaxy's Edge. That's bullshit. <laughs> I, I haven't heard that about uh, getting Cal Calrissian's lightsaber because of how like like it's it's, absurdly it's long. Pronounced it Calcatarn, right? <laughs> Somebody out there is cheering right now, Zanger. Somebody out there in the audience is cheering right now. By by the way, the, the review I watched where the guy was discussing the game, he's like, "Are they just taking Star Wars Legends and just kind of vaguely changing them and hoping no one notices?" Yeah, and we got Dash Rendar they- this week. It, no, it showed a picture of um. It showed a picture of. By by the way, Russ, I'm I'm not up to date on the most recent episode of Mandalorian, so appreciations if um. Oh no problem. Yeah, I I said to Zach earlier because there's a grievance I got later, but I just wanted to point that out that I will be watching it tomorrow. I've just not watched it yet, so. But um, but no, the the reviewer was talking about like how. Like they they showed a picture of Cal Katara and they're like, are we just basically straight up ripping it off? And then they showed uh Jason Solo or whatever Han Solo's kid was in a picture of um Kylo Ren beside it, too, as another example. And I'm like, man, they, they are just taking legends and just making it like, oh, we're not gonna use any of that. Just just copy it and just make it a little bit different Did though. You say a rhombicide? What's his last name? A rhombicide? <laughs> A rump side, rump Kyle or rump aside. Okay, Kyle Katarn. I don't know anymore. Did I miss something? <laughs> I think Russ is delirious. We gotta give him a couple of minutes. He's still waking up from the carbon free sleep. He's still, yeah. he, he's got, he's he's got. Wait, we, we had to send a bounty hunter to bring him in. Yes, we told him no disintegration. Uh, yeah, about that hole. All right, <laughs> <laughs> should get me going. <laughs> Oh boy, but uh, yeah, Battlefront, uh, Battlefront, and uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Um, I do plan on getting Fallen Order eventually, but like I've told everybody in the Facebook group, uh, thirty dollars, thirty dollars. I've got a Best Buy gift card with its name on it, and at that point, for a uh, five dollars plus tax, I'll be more than happy to pay for a uh, Fallen Order. But until then, I I do not see any any need to play this game like immediately. I don't. I don't see. And plus, I kind of feel overwhelmed with Star Wars content right now as well. Um, it's kind of hard to believe. Why wouldn't that, you be? Yeah, I know. My God, it drives me nuts. Like I was thinking about it. Like I was talking to people, and they're avoid like, "Avoid the avoid everything right now." By the way, if you don't want anything spoiled, like it is getting harder and harder every day. Yeah, but like it's hard to believe that. Like this episode, when this episode goes out, the movie will be out in a week. Like think Ooh. about that. Like the end of Star Wars. For now will be over and like we still have mandalorian we have fallen order we have clone war saved we have endor calrissian series like for an end of star wars i kind of it feels hollow like i remember when revenge of the sith came out it felt like we were at an end and like yeah Rise of Skywalker, i did really think it was over i really did at that and- time Exactly. I don't feel that right now at all either. I don't because because it's not. I, I think forget. they're trying to avoid that feeling. They don't want people to feel that way. Yes, they do. Because look at all the freaking marketing. All it keeps saying is like every legend, every generation has a legend. It all at the end of the Skywalker saga. They're they pl- want to end the movies. Well, yeah, though, but like we're like, well, that so might be can, true. So then they can bring it back later as like, oh, the movies are back. Well, Go to yeah, the theater I- again, people. 
but like that's the thing though is that like they, they've been selling us the star wars stuff for the last five years is it like everything it, this is not like the eu versus like the movies where like you had two tiers of story importance they've sold everything remember like I, I know i like to review all the stupid books remember folks uh Okay, I'm trying to think of a book title that's really dumb. Alphabet Squadron has the same canon level of importance as The Rise of Skywalker does. They have just as much of importance. They're all equals. And I think it's so strange that, like, after a month, I'm sorry, a year and a half of practically no new Star Wars content, we have so much to the point where on this podcast, I genuinely don't know how we're going to cover it all at some times. And it's just, it's, it's mind boggling why they would dump this much content at once. And that's what it feels like. Like, again, like I, 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 the end of star Wars, again, like Zenger was saying, the movies, the Skywalker saga is in a week. And I feel like, Oh, I, I have no excitement for it. Like, I, I'm, I, I don't get me wrong. I want to see the movie. I'll be there. I, I, I already have my tickets purchased that weekend. But it's the idea of like, like Star, a new Star Wars movie came out. Came out. And it was the genuine center of my world, and it just feels like something I'm going to do now in a couple of weeks because the a week later we're going to have the end of the Mandalorian, and then two months from now we're going to have Clone Wars saved, and it's like it's it's just. That's the sad thing is that a brand new Star Wars movie just feels like another like 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 miles not even a milestone just another like marker point. It just feels like oh, oh there's Rise of Skywalker. Look to it on your left, and we've passed it. Okay, moving on to the next thing. Yeah, it's, this. I mean, even though we know a lot is coming, but yeah, you're right. There's just just a lot out there. They could have they should have uh, I don't know tiered this out a little differently, make this more special. Just I mean, yeah, you're talking Galaxy's Edge also, and the new ride yeah. just came out as well. That's big news. That's bigger news right now. People you know care about that. Yeah, that. I've, what I've, are they I've, trying to cover? <laughs> Was that Zanger in here? I said, what are they trying to cover up? Yeah, <laughs> get out of here. We, you we YouTube just put out a. Put put a bunch of stuff out at once, and they'll never know. Ha <laughs> I can't even think about that, Ross. Like in the last two months, we got the book Resistance Reborn, The Mandalorian, Jedi Fallen Order. Like Lord knows what the comics are doing. There's a new comic every week. We have Rise of the Resistance, The Rise of Skywalker. It's like, oh my god! It's like tone it. Deck. And it's like think about when you guys remember in july we were talking about mark hamill on the donnie and marie show it's <laughs> yeah. like there was nothing to talk about like why couldn't they release jedi fall in order that week why couldn't the mandalorian come out then why couldn't they do anything then why is stuff all coming out within the span of like six weeks it's like it's it's can you imagine if marvel did that imagine if marvel released Avengers Endgame, WandaVision, uh, Russ, what do you call it? You didn't uh, pronounce Falcon? it correctly. Okay, how am I supposed to pronounce it? WandaVis. There we go, okay. It's one <laughs> I'm got to queue you up for that one, Zanger. And what, what's, what's Russ's name for uh, uh, the, the uh, Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan show, uh, Falcon and Silver Arm? Uh, <laughs> oh, what do we say? It was, uh, it was I forget, a... you had a really good name for it. Punching daggers or something. I was trying to reference them to getting it on <laughs> the Black daggers. Mirror. I think I like that. Punching Striking daggers. vipers. Striping vipers. That was it. <laughs> um, we have lethal Marvel's lethal weapon. Um, I, I I don't know though. It's just like, oh my god, oh my god. Where's soldier going? I'm getting too old for this. 
There you go. Because literally, because <laughs> he he's, he's too. He's like a hundred and some. You know they're gonna do that now, right? Oh there. man, that's gonna be the greatest moment ever. Oh my god! I will it's, cheer. It's, no, don't cheer. What's I? You know, Ross, I need to sit there. I have to do a requisition part of your soundboard. What was the? I don't know if I. Zanger, you watch Rick and Morty, right? Uh, yes. What's the new thing from the latest Rick and Morty where like he's somewhere and he's like, "Your booze mean nothing. I've seen what makes you cheer." I need <laughs> that. I need that like tattooed <laughs> on my forehead. I, I need that that badly. Like that is my life in a nutshell. You, your, your booze mean nothing. I've seen what makes you cheer. All right, I'll have to get on that. <laughs> <laughs> that is the correct response, Russ. That is the correct response. All right, so Russ, do you have any grievances? Are you still waking up from your uh, carbon carbon <clears throat> sickness? Uh, I don't know. Everything's going from a big white blur to a big zanger blur now, but um. <laughs> No, actually, man, I'm the one who takes it so easy. But, of course, I, I, I was trying to think of some grievances for this. Uh, oh, boy, I hope you guys didn't take this. Baby Yoda. Where's the oh, merch? No, we're, we're, Where's the we, merch? That's my grievance. There's no merch. I, I hate it that this is out now. I don't think and a lot of people are going to care as much in June when their pre-ordered Baby Yodas come in. Maybe I'm wrong or whenever that's supposed to happen. But I, I thought that was a big mess up on them. There, I think there's a reason behind it. I think there's a reason of the name or something's going to be revealed, and that's the thing they don't want to market it yet. Yeah, I know it was the toys are the are the worst leaks. Everyone knows everything because of Lego. It's like Lego screwed the whole game up. Now they're where they're doing the same stuff they did when they couldn't release the original toys just because they didn't have it ready. And this is for a, for a franchise that was known famously for screwing up its first toy launch out when they finally have something else. I say finally, Porgs probably just did as, as gangbusters as this, but it's 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 knowing that zeitgeist right now and that 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 thing is that would make so much ridiculous money right now while everyone is really invested. The 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 filthiest of the filthy casuals, the people who don't even know what's going on and love it. Well, I don't know, Russ. Like you and I were like what talking a couple weeks ago about all the Barb Stripe like, Stranger Thing figures. Is that just because something's a meme? Does that mean people are going to wear like merchandise, like wear T-shirts and like buy stuff? Like, don't get me wrong. Like people like Zenger will are buy two, the top. There are two shirts currently now that you can get from Target that have Baby Yoda. I mean, the Baby Yoda on it. it though they just refer to it as the child. The child. But but, no, but that's my thing though. Is it just because something is very like memeable? Does that mean like people want to own it? Like that's like I don't know. Like it's like uh, you guys. Know uh, it's all just the it's a cute. I think it's more of a cuteness thing too. And I think uh, I mean you know think about it. Kids, young girl. I mean I could see just anybody really wanting that little plush thing just because it was you know on the cutest level. I think Porgs did that for people as well. I remember witnessing people in Target going, I don't know what this is, but this is the cutest thing ever. And like having these weird conversations about, is it like a bird or a, I don't know. It's weird though. And, but they, we love it. It was the strangest conversation. But I kind of feel Where like, am I going to put baby Yoda on my desk? <laughs> I'm not, don't worry, Porgs. I'm not moving you. But it's kind of like, you guys remember like when like like Groot came out, like Guardians of the Galaxy and like Baby Groot. And after like I remember like Baby Groot happened and there was no Baby Groot merchandise. And then like six to eight months later, there was like a deluge of it. And yes, some people bought it, 
But like for the most part, like a year like after Guardians came out, like you could find all those like little like miniature baby Groot things like where you'd push it and it'd like dance or whatever. That's the first thing it I remember clearance. seeing. It yes. was all clearance uh, within a year. So like just because something is popular does not mean that it's gonna automatically translate to like I guess like a real world Profit. I, okay, real. I mean, like a tangible profitability in a sense of like ancillary media. Like you're saying, Russ, if they had like maybe like if they kind of anticipated this Baby Yoda thing, like they had like Baby Yoda, like I don't know, like kids' bed sheets. They had like Baby Yoda. I don't know, uh, detergent. Like plushies, plushies is the biggest thing. Small, medium-sized plushies. That's what like, little kids are going to love. That they're going to think it's a baby anyway. They're not even, you know, they're just going to love it. They won't probably. Won't, that might be a lot of people's like first thing in Star Wars, like Ewoks was for a lot of people. I would like to imagine. I think you guys probably had it when you were in high school. You know, they used to have like those like parenting classes you could take, and like there was like, that one assignment where you take like the fake baby home. Oh my dead. god! No, could I you... never had to take those. But but you remember? Oh but my you god! No, about, those right? went off in class. It was the best thing in the world. No, but you know what I'm talking about, though, right? Yes. Can you imagine if like Russ was saying with the dolls, instead of giving everybody a baby human doll, everybody gets a baby Yoda doll? Is it the greatest thing ever? Yes, it is. <laughs> and all thing- that- these would be the most documented projects of anyone's life. Like there, there would be just a live blog would have to be going on for this person. The people wouldn't be able to help themselves with that. You have to buy the baby bone broth and then like put it places and be like a horribly like irresponsible parent and like put the child in danger every chance you get. Yet some some sort of like dumb happenstance. The child's always okay. Always okay. Always they couldn't. Okay. They had to call it the child. Not a word that would rhyme with anything clever like shelf. Oh man, so close. <laughs> oh, that's coming, Russ. Don't don't you worry, Russ. Coming uh, Christmas twenty twenty, there'll be Baby Yoda on a. What r- rhymes with Baby Yoda on a? Is that's the first thing. You can't be the child on the mild or nothing works. <laughs> the child. The child on the mild. <laughs> Yoda on a soda. I guess. Yoda on the sofa. So, oh, sofa works too. I was, but they I said, still haven't really named him either. So he could be like Yiddle on the fiddle or something. Oh boy, TM sent all checks Disney to uh, Russ. Sent all make checks payable too. Thank you. Ah uh, boy, but yeah, no, it's interesting you bring it up, Russ, because it's like the whole idea of like the Baby Yoda merchandise, and this is kind of a thing I've wondered. Was about like they like they claim the reason why they couldn't do baby like Yoda merchandise like straight out of the gate was because of spoilers. Yet I'm yeah, not sure. I mean. Well, this is a quite this is like a like a comparison I have though with like Disney and Marvel was that like one of the biggest spoilers for Avengers Endgame was Captain America using Thor's hammer. Yet like a month after the movie came out, Walmart had an exclusive Captain America figure with him with the hammer. Well, they gave you a month. No, but but what I mean though is that like all these toys and stuff have to be like produced months in advance. Like all these toys have to be shipped from like China like months prior to like when they hit shelves. So if the figure was coming out by like the middle of May, that means that they were on like a cargo ship heading to the US probably sometime in like February. And prior to that, they probably were being manufactured at the end of 2018. So if Marvel and Hasbro and Disney are able to keep that under lock and key for pretty much until the movie's out, why couldn't they do the same thing with Baby Yoda? Like, if you're making baby, like, if you want to, like, do, like, a, uh, 
like a va- like oh, it's the word uh, create a, a line of Baby Yoda merchandise without anybody knowing. All you gotta do is say, "Oh, we're Disney. We're creating a whole line of Baby Star Wars characters, like Muppet Babies." Yeah, nope, we're we rolling have- it out with Yoda first. Yeah, that like- is that is putting too much thought into something. They wouldn't have thought of something that clever. They would have just been like, oh, "It's it's not for the new Mandalorian." If that's what you're wondering. And they do have a line of, of course, they've got a line of everything. They've got a line of little, like, baby-looking plushies. Uh, I forget what they're called. I think there's some at the Hallmark store. And that's oh, what the people Zooms? Like the T- Yeah, people were, S- pe- people were taking those within the first couple of weeks and just kind of putting some brown cloth around it. And it's like, ta-da, this is an easy way to do it. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think there's ways to do this. I just think it's Lucasfilm doesn't care. Or, or, or there's something hamstringing them that we're not aware of. Because I think it's in today's day and age, if they wanted to do this stuff, they could. Because even like, I remember um, when it came to Star Wars, back in like March, Yak Face reported that uh, Hasbro was making like a redo figure of Palpatine. And it was, but it wasn't coming out until like the end of October. Everyone's like, "Wait, why is this?" Is before we found out that Palpatine was uh, coming back for Episode Nine. And back in March, everyone's like. Wait, why are we getting a new Palpatine figure for like no reason? And why, if we're like, why are we waiting like over six months to get it? Why aren't they announcing it for like the summer? Usually they announce this stuff and it's usually within like a few months it comes out. And why are they waiting that long? And then the movie came out and the act face is like, well, there you go. Clearly Hasbro knew something that we all didn't. And that's my thing is that I think. When they want to, they can keep a lot of this stuff under wraps. But for some reason with Baby Yoda, they they chose not like they, they, they did keep it under wraps. You can't knock them for that. But for some reason, they chose to be like a hundred percent. Just let's bury our heads in the sand. With this. Yeah, I don't know. But and and the I mean, like I guess the marketing for the Mandalorian has been. I'd say they're doing a fairly good job for it. Just you know, being a TV show amongst their other streaming stuff. I do tend to see it everywhere. But they're just I. I'm bummed that we, Zach, you got to agree, man. We don't got that three and three quarter inch Mando figure. And I'm not yeah, going tiny an old Boba figure. Uh, I want that. That I I want that more than anything, I think, as far as uh, figures go. That, that, that would look great. Everyone I've seen painted up and mocked, I'm like, yeah, it looks good. But a real one could look good, too. Yeah, and I don't think it comes out until like February. That's that's another weird thing. Is that like they had the six inch one on shelves October Why so much 4th. stuff February? I think that's because that's um when all the store Zenger, you're in retail now. You know that's when all the stores do their uh their post holiday season resets. I'm wondering though, hear me out, if okay. maybe that's when season like un- more episodes drop. No, no, I think that's probably gonna be far off. I think they're gonna uh, go down the docket of their other new stuff and we'll get Mando Baby next year. Fine. Don't fine, and don't they'll, listen they'll to pull strength. They'll pull a they'll pull a barb show on us. It'll be a year. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but all right, Zenger, do you have another grievance for us, or do you want me to read one of mine? I, no, no, I wanted to do my my uh, my grievance with um, and and I mean, like I said we are halfway through the Mandalorian, but as I was talking to Zach before the recording, and I, I don't know if Russ caught this, is he a Mandalorian, like a true Mandalorian? Because it's now been alluded to in the series that he was adopted by the Mandalorian. So what? So my question is, and my grievance is, what the hell is a Mandalorian? Because I don't even think Star Wars at this point knows what a Mandalorian is. Yeah, I think they're 
they're just they're doing their things differently than anything that's been seen. So these are uh, maybe a way to rebuild the culture. And I don't think any, I don't think he's definitely, you know, he just said he's a foundling. I don't think those guys in the life day robes are, are bandos. So I think, yeah, he's just brought into the fold. Who knows if any of them actually are, and maybe that makes somebody mad. I don't know. I, I'm just asking because I'm like, I'm curious because Ellie pointed that out. And I said, I'm like, I think he's just referring to they adopted me as in the, like, the people he's with. And she goes, no, I think it more has to do with he's not an actual Mandalorian. I'm like, ah. Like, I don't yeah, know. Maybe that's why they can't take the helmets off in this iteration. Because they'd be like, wait, you don't look like, the, I think I've said that before. You don't look like that guy who was a thousand other guys. You're not him. <laughs> Actually, all true Mandalorians don't have noses. That's how you can tell. Yeah, like no, your thing or something. Okay. I don't know. The Mandalorian thing is weird. Like, I think they're going somewhere with this. The whole fact that we don't know who saved him from the super battle droid yet, combined with uh, what happens toward the end of episode five that Zenger hasn't seen, so we can't. Russ, have you seen episode five yet? He sure, has. Yeah, he mentioned it okay, earlier. I'm sorry. Oh, excuse me. Um, so yeah, so we can't I... talk about space, Amy Sedaris. All right, I'll save it. <laughs> yeah, Zenger, you jerk, you. Um. Yeah, I I don't know what's going on with that. I think I, I'm not going to uh, uh, what's the word badger them for that because I think it's going somewhere. So uh, I'm going to reserve my judgment until the end of at least season one. If they don't resolve it by then, then obviously they're going to make that a series long arc of a thing for him. Yeah, I think you'll get a little tease of it. I think it's more going to wrap up what's going on with this and hopefully going on to further adventures. Now, I think we should point out that as of the time of this recording, only episode five is available. So you people who are listening to this in the far future, yes, more stuff has been revealed to you. But you know what? Leave it alone. We, we record this <laughs> earlier in the month. OK, your your future knowledge does not imply our past stupidity. We do I that think it on does. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. Don't, don't try to sugarcoat it. I, I tried. I tried. Tried real hard for a second. This is the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean that that's that's just my, my, my complaint of a mid season annoyance of it's like, so what's going on here? And like are, are we gonna get something to where like the canon of like what is a Mandalorian will finally be explained, or is it gonna continue to be this up in the air thing? I, I think it'll be I, 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 I think it's gonna like, be mostly an up in the air kind of thing for a little while with him. Uh I, do you think we'll see his face before season ends? I I I hope we don't. I don't want to. I think it would be great if we never did. I hope it's like one of those photoshops you see where he's got like the uh, a real bad like sunburn and a T shape across his face. Uh, <laughs> 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 like really ruin it. It'll look great though. You know, you know the mask doesn't really. You know the the lens part does not do anything to stop the sun coming in. So whew, got sunscreen this week, people. This is the way. <laughs> <laughs> you can just follow up a lot of stuff with that. Yeah, really. It is. It's, it's definitely an all-purpose one. I love it. So, so Zach, I didn't hit one of yours on the head again. No, no I really. I, I, I figured I wouldn't, but no, I'm kind of leaving. I'm leaving Mandalorian alone for the most part. Uh, kind of like I, I Rust didn't hear this, but I did make it to the recording. Zenger about. I, I didn't make it to the recording. Okay, because Zenger hasn't seen episode five. Russ has. I made the joke to Zenger Russ that um, if you've ever seen that episode of SpongeBob where he wants to join the jelly jellyfish club, 
and yes. and there's the, the the guy who's like the 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 head of the club, the president. I think his name is Kevin, and he's like, Kevin, I do anything for you. And the, and Kevin's like, punch yourself in the face. And SpongeBob just pulls out like a, like a boxing glove and pu- punches himself in the face. And the 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 president goes, didn't that hurt? And then SpongeBob pulls out like a titanium like mitt with like multiple oh god spikes in it. He's like. Barbed wire and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, he's like, "Do you want it to hurt me?" And that's kind of how I feel about the Mandalorian episode five. Before they were just like whacking me upside the head with like nostalgia. Now they're literally just punching me in the face with like the equi- like a, the gloved equivalent of like a nail in a two by four. It's like I get it. This is Star Wars. Like enough. It's like you know, this is not- I give them respect because I know. And we've been complaining about it that we didn't, you know, then this new uh, series has not gone to Tatooine. And I'm talking about the films, how how absurd that we got a fake a fake desert planet in this. And it was kind of happening again. But, man, it's hard to not everything to not be like that, I guess, when you go there. But no, slight we, changes in it. But uh, uh, I, I know exactly what you mean, though. We got a a like feudal era, like freaking Dark Ages planet. In yeah, the last episode, like that's what you never seen with, in Star Wars. Yes, with a bar that was exactly like the one from Mos Eisley, but made in a thatch hut. No, that was the fourth episode. I'm talking about like the first three episodes. Oh wait, yeah, you did have that the, too. The th- no, the th- I liked the fourth episode. I really well, liked I'm, the fourth I'm just, episode. I'm just saying we went somewhere Star Wars hasn't gone. But that, that's what I'm true. Oh, you mean the fourth episode? Yeah. Yeah, that I liked. I don't like yeah, the fact that, that every every bar in Star Wars is the goddamn same. And when it's not, the fans attack it. It's funny. The fans love it when we repeat the exact same thing over and over again. Then we go to Canto Bite, and it's the worst thing ever. Even though it's pretty much thematically the exact same place, but just dressed differently. And it's like, nope. It's bad because I don't recognize it. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of uh, equivalents in the prequels. Well, I mean, episode two, of course. I always think of the opera scene as the, would y'all agree, that's kind of the uh, episode three. And I think that was the pushing the limit of, uh, uh, do you see it like that? Uh, is there a cantina scene in episode three? Is the opera count? I, I wouldn't see it. That, I guess because like it's the the biggest like sense of like just getting a feel for like the, the crowd of the people. You could, yeah, like we've reached the peak here. We're not in the these crappy bars anymore. Now we're at the you know the fancy place, but I think where we can co- talk about the the tragedy of Darth Plagueis. <laughs> but and I think keep that's looking at Anakin. But I think that's kind of like an indicator or like a symptom of like when Star Wars doesn't know what to do with itself. Is that like when Star Wars has something important to say, it doesn't need to rely on nostalgia. And when they don't have anything interesting to say, we go right back to to the bar on Mos Eisley. And it's like, oh, like you're telling me in all of Mos Eisley there's only one bar? Like it's 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 this <laughs> legendary spaceport of scum and villainy, yet it has one bar. And it's like, I guess it has one bar and that's it now. And apparently only the scoundrels can only sit at one table and sit only one specific way because that's how all the scoundrels sit. You know how Han Solo sat in episode four? That wasn't unique to him. All scoundrels sit that way because that's how, they know that's the scoundrel table. If you look in the ore brush <laughs> underneath, it says scoundrels only and you must sit in this position and you must be like a dirt bag. It's like it, it's so frustrating that like and yet the idiots just 
eat it up because I recognize it. Like again, I guess it should I guess really every single time I watch one of these episodes, on top of having the like Rick and Morty quote tattooed on my forehead, I should have this tattooed on my palm of my like left hand that says, There's a reason why McDonald's is the number one like restaurant in the world. Cause it's the exact same thing every single time. And that's what people like. Like I guess like I guess maybe this is my ultimate like feats of strength that I defeat myself in this in the sense of like coming <laughs> to the realization that like oh people just want the exact same thing and they're just going to constantly keep rejecting it until Disney says you know what we're going to this again when we get episode 12 it's just going to be the empire strikes back with like a different title it's going to be the exact same film. We're going to sit there, have the little, the, 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 the thing falls out of the sky. Luke goes, investigates it. The Wampa gets him. And it'll be the exact same thing. Maybe there'll be a new McClunky in there. The Wampa will say McClunky. <laughs> uh, Bos- Bos- Bosk will say McClunky. The- <laughs> exactly. The Emperor will say McClunky. Um, like, I don't know. I guess that's my biggest, my biggest uh, feats of strength is trying to over or just finally accepting that that's what Star Wars, that's what the majority of the fans, or I guess, okay, let me rephrase that. That's what the majority of the vocal fans want. They just want the exact same thing again, regardless of whether it's interesting. It's more interesting to go back to the bar on Mos Eisley, see the exact same thing you've seen hundreds of times, than see the Mandalorian. Because I saw even some of the stuff online. Everybody dislikes the fourth episode. Fourth episode's horrible. We knew it was going to happen. We knew that not Boba Fett and uh, Gina Carano were going to defeat the, the characters. And I'm like, yeah, because they're the good guys. Like that's I like yeah. the fourth episode. No, fourth, fourth episode's great. I no, like, I like it's, it's a it's a palate cleanser. It's a nice palate cleanser to like it's a story that really doesn't have anything to do with like what else is going on. It's a nice little like he's escaped. Let's let, let let's let's have a cool down episode. Nope. I, worst Zanger, it's the worst episode because can you believe the Mandalorian is such a great bounty hunter and that Gina Carano was able to get like a leg up on him? Worst episode ever, zero out of five stars. Is that, is that true? Trying. I, I, I have seen people that uh, put all their ratings of each episode up. And yeah, I've I've watched that dip on episode four. I'm like, come on, it's not it's it's fun. It, maybe you just that's like a that's like a format that's kind of gone now. Is that episodic TV in that fashion where you can kind of put that on as one shot and it's its own thing? I like that though. It's it's just neat seeing that in Star Wars. And I, you know, I've, I've, I used to watch all those cheesy shows like that. What was it, Xena and all those? It's like the same kind yeah, of. Uh, it, I think it's like the Hulk almost. You know. But Russ, it doesn't involve a character going to a location I've seen before. Come I mean, on. That's why I watch Star Wars to see the exact same thing I've seen before. If I don't get that, I don't want it. Well, he's gonna go back one day, and then you'll, you'll get your wish. All right. But I, I also wasn't six year old <laughs> when I watched it, so zero out of five stars. Hell yeah. I, I oh my god. I guess that's maybe my biggest. I think I've come to the conclusion that I don't have a problem with a lot of the Star Wars content. My biggest problem is with the people who are the most vocal about it. Like exactly. Zenger was saying about like YouTube and just the internet. It's like the worst people have the loudest speakerphone when it comes. To, not everybody, but just a lot of it. Because it's like and that's and they're the people always driving the discourse, and it drives me up a wall. Yeah, and we already talked about it. you know the 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 hating gets the clicks and it just kind of like feeds in on itself and you know snake eats its own tail or whatever. Yeah, Star Wars is awful. <laughs> everything it. is everything I is awful. <laughs> Shut up. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. All right. Uh, anything else, Sanger? Before we cut, Russ and I kind of hijacked your uh, 
your point? No, 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 no. I mean, like, like I said, I just, I, I, I love the Mandalorian. I love where it's going. I just, I'm just kind of scratching my head. I'm like, are they purposely trying to do stuff? Also, I'm going to air some grievances. I think everyone hates that episode because it was directed by a woman. I'm just saying that now. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. Shots fired. Shots yep. fired. Zenger's woke. Woke. Hashtag woke Zenger. <laughs> Hashtag woke Zenger. Hashtag boycott Zeng this. <laughs> no, don't please. We need the we need the we need lessons. We, we need the click. Does <laughs> we cancel this? That's what that's yes. Mean. Hashtag cancel Zeng this. Hashtag uh, Zenger. How many sponsors do you have? None. <laughs> all right. Okay. Boycott all those sponsors, folks. Write them dirty <laughs> letters right now. Done. Oh wait, wait, wait. The, the the only thing we normally plug on there is Knights of Bait. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh no! Hashtag cancel Knights of Vader. Vader. Hashtag boycott Knights of Vader. Vader. <laughs> How many sponsors do we have, uh, Zenger? Wait, we normally talk about Zeng. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we're caught in a loop. <laughs> We've got an but... infinite loop. Taking one last look, sir, at my friends. All right, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's that's it, folks. We're gonna end the podcast right before episode nine. That's it. No, no <laughs> We're more gonna nights end it because we create an infinite loop by accident. Yep, it's <laughs> over. Ah, dear. All right. So I have uh, I have a Festivus airing a grievance that uh, I ah uh, there's there's context to this one. I don't know how far I want to get into because this is one of those ones I feel if I do air it, it's gonna get us in trouble. Actually, I got two of those. That if I say them, it's gonna get <laughs> me in trouble. No, this is. Uh, I, I think we're kind of like Ross and Zenger. Tell me if I'm wrong. I kind of feel like we're the Lando, like administrator of like the Cloud City of podcasts. It's like we we get left alone for the most part until every once in a while someone shows up on our doorstep and brings the Empire, and then we have to flee and join the rebellion. Right? We're kind of like the Lando of podcasting. And they always arrive here just before you did. And the deal just keeps getting worse <laughs> and worse all the time. It does. Okay, so here's one that I think I'm not sure. I think Russ might know this person. Zenger, I don't think, knows. Um, I, I'm not going to say the person's name, so I'm going to give them a very uh, uh, witty uh, alias. Um, it's not going to be witty. It's not going to be witty. It's going to be uh, Nenny Jickelson. I'm not sure if anybody's familiar with the uh, internet personality Nenny Jickelson. Well, um, actually, this is part of a part cinemodities thing. Also, it eventually goes into Star Wars nonsense. Was that back in January for Cinemodis, I interviewed uh, Matthew Serrano and Dave Insin about um, the exploits. Uh, well, Matthew Serrano did a YouTube video called Please Remain Seated, and it was about the chief, oh God, chief and uh, Hoot and how they explored the Horizons attraction at Epcot over the course of like the mid to late 90s. And in that interview, I asked Dave Ensign about a audio animatronic in the former Wonders of Life Pavilion. Folks, this pays off. Please just bear with me with all this like inside baseball Disney nonsense. And at that time, there was an animatronic from Buzzy. He was part of the Cranium Command ride. And I asked Dave, I'm like, oh, do you know anything about that? And he's like, yeah, like I have a lot of like friends and like former colleagues and stuff that like work in that area. And this is what happened to Buzzy. So in order to create some hype for the interview, I took that like 90 second clip with Dave's permission and I put it to YouTube and it got like 30,000 views. Whoa. And then, yeah, no, like, Rob and I were genuinely shocked about this back in like January. And then, um, 
Nanny Jickelson, who is a uh, internet personality, made an entire like twenty five minute long video about Buzzy and uh, if he was stolen or not. And I watched it because I've watched a couple of her videos, and I'm like, oh wow, like like she's probably gonna mention us. This is gonna be a great like shout out. And I watched the whole video, and we weren't mentioned once. And it was like this this is weird. Like you're trying to give like a comprehensive rundown of like the find buzzy like audio animatronic why aren't we mentioned here and then i saw on twitter her followers were like hounding her being like why aren't you mentioning this and she i i, I think if i went through all my text messages with rob it's somewhere i still have it screen capped she says something like just because some podcast says something with some people doesn't mean it happened and it's like what the hell does that mean Right, like, like so you're talking to the guy. Who actually, we're talking to a guy who actually, for years, snuck onto the. I'm not even joking. The literal next door attraction to where this was. So he isn't. He is a quasi expert on like sneaking into like defunct attractions, <clears throat> and you're just going to dismiss I've seen it because his video. I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. The whole buzzy thing too. Uh, yeah, I've I've watched the videos on that. Exactly. And so Nenny, at that point, I kind of realized Nenny Jekyll Sim was a hack. But this is the part of the story that didn't, it does, has nothing to do with me, but it has to do with Star Wars. Was that I think it was sometime during the late spring, maybe, it was right after Galaxy's Edge opened. Um, Nenny Jekyllson went on Twitter and said, Can you? Like, I was talking to a cast member working, like, while I was at Galaxy's Edge, I was talking to a cast member. And they said we have we can't our training says we can't use the word younglings because it's politically incorrect because of what happens to the younglings in Revenge of the Sith. And we'll get into trouble if we use the word. And the moment I heard this, I said, Oh, she's lying. This isn't true at all because A cast members never talk about their training while or about their like they're training on duty. That does not happen. That's like a that's like a big no no. You never break character if you're a cast member, especially one is like is is immersive as like Galaxy's Edges. And two, at the 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 one of the restaurants at Galaxy's Edge, there's a dish called like young like youngling chicken fritters or something. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh. She's lying and she's doing this to get like view, much like Zenger said earlier on, she's doing this to get attention. And she got so much attention from this that Disney actually issued a press release saying, We're not changing the names of anything. Cast members can use the term youngling as much as they want. It's up to their discretion. There's nothing in the training that says they can't use that word. And then she responded with like a day later, oh, wow, I had no idea the story was just going to blow up. It's not my fault the cast member told me wrong information. And then it's like, what do you mean the cast member told you wrong information? It was a thing that was easily verifiable because it was on, like, A, if you claim you know Disney theme park stuff, you know that cast members don't ever break character. And two, it was in the goddamn restaurant menu. It's like, so you blatantly could have verified, I'm sorry, you could have easily verified this and chose not to, yet posted on social media. And then when it blew up to the point where Disney actually released a press release, it's like, oh, wow, it's not my fault. And that drove me up a wall. And I went on Reddit. And I'm like, why is nobody calling her out for making stuff up? And this is the strangest thing about internet fandoms is that like people were attacking me being like, this it's not her fault. Someone lied to her. And I'm like, what do you mean? Somebody lied to her. She's the one, even if the person did make it up, why didn't she verify? 
verify it before like like posting it online. She has like a half a million YouTube subscribers. There's some level of responsibility there. And it was shocking. Like people, like I'm like, why aren't people calling her out? And everybody on Reddit defended her. Like it was shocking that people are like, it's not her fault. Even though it was an, it was blatant lying on her part. And it's again, you combine that with the cinematis thing. And it's like, oh, like Zenger said earlier on, these people are hacks. They're doing this to make money. They're not doing it because they like any of this stuff. If they do like it, it's just by coincidence or it's just kind of like dumb luck. But most of these people are just like they somehow just hijacked the YouTube algorithm and they made a, a small fortune off of it. And it's like and the fact that people believe it is shocking. And even, and even more astounding is that people defend it. And I just that's the part of it I can't wrap my head around. Like, folks, if I ever blatantly lie to you. Please do not defend me. Do not sit there like, I, again, I don't think that would ever happen. I don't think there's anybody in the Facebook group that would defend me if I started making things up. I don't think there's a single person. I thank God that not, that everybody in the audience is that intelligent. Because I don't I don't want defend people. you when you tell the truth. There you go. Even better. <laughs> but that's, okay. But like, so, oh, wait. So, that was out loud? <laughs> but, okay, guys. Is that... Like, am I the weird one here, or is that just par for the course nowadays? No, this sounds awful. This, uh, there's I, no I accountability. Heard, yeah, I've heard the story about the youngling thing too. I, I didn't, I didn't, much like fake news, I never caught the, uh, the follow up of Disney saying no youngling is a thing. I do remember hearing that, which is kind of ridiculous. I mean, even <clears throat> just an idea itself, if you think about, you, you have tons of clips of Yoda saying younglings all the time. There's an innocent side to it, too. Just because Anakin did that, that doesn't mean the term itself uh, is just lost in Star Wars or untouchable now. It's ridiculous. But the thing is that people believed it instantaneously becomes, because some rando on YouTube said it. The, like, oh, the, that makes sense. I've seen that meme. Yeah, that's true. But that's the thing that's so weird, though, is that like, and that's what a lot of what the Star Wars fandom is nowadays, is that it's like some rando on YouTube says something, everybody believes it. And I'm like, I, I honestly, somebody on YouTube could read me my birth date back and I'd be like, I'm not sure if I believe this. Like, that's like, I don't get why people believe everything. Like you have so much information at your fingertips. You can verify and corroborate practically any sort of information when it comes to Star Wars. Yet people just swallow the lies. And then the worst part is they defend them. Can we float a fake story this year? Can we make that a part of the goal of the show? And we'll tell people that listen, but we'll try to get a story actually floated. Like, uh, I don't know. Uh, metal bikinis won't be allowed at celebration this year. You can just float that out there. <clears throat> a little bit of documentation. You know, I'm I'm a vendor. I was also told to have this sign up, and you know, let's, let's float out some fake news out there. Oh, Come on, guys. Oh, that's per. Okay, excuse me, gentlemen. Can I segue into another festivist grievance? This actually ties in perfectly. Sure. All right, perfect. All right, this one actually is somewhat uh, documented. A few months ago, I was on John Justice's Minor World. Uh, Zanger, do you want to give him the plug? Oh, go go for it. No, no I want you to give him the plug. Oh, you, you're the fan. You're the biggest fan so far of a lot of us. I'm the biggest fan so far of a lot of us of his book Embark, Treasure and Darkness. Get it now on Audible. This is the way. Thank you. <laughs> um, and I should have said, um, oh, man, I missed an opportunity earlier to say, um, to to use the slogan from that from that book earlier so i feel bad zenger i want you to try to convince john to name the third book or give it the subtitle of 
uh, embark with a vengeance. I want the third book to be embark three, embark with a vengeance. I'll see what I can do. You got, you got. You got I don't, I don't know how much that. sway I have in this situation, but you gotta so try. I, That's what I want. I, I've been trying. Well, to keep... you, you know what? I'll tell him. I'll be like, you. You should name it. Um, re, no, re, revengeance. No, no. It has to follow the Die Hard model. I've no, it could be it. three embark. Thrumbark. That he is a three. <laughs> And then if he argues me, I'll be like, for a reason, John, for a reason. That's what we need. Folks, that's going to be our petition we're going to do for next year. Get Embark 3 subtitled to be Embark with a Vengeance. <laughs> and then the fourth, book has, the fourth book has to be called then A Live Free or Embark. And the fifth book has to be A Good Day to Embark. They have, it has to follow the Die Hard model. No movie series has a better like sequential like naming system than Die Hard. Die Hard, Die Hard 2, Die Harder. Die, live, no, die hard with a vengeance, live free or die hard, a good day to die hard. And I'm so glad that if there's only one positive to Disney buying Fox is that they canceled like the sixth film, which is going to be called John McClane. Every die hard film has to have that title. It's kind of like, like, like the original fantastic beast. We have fantastic beasts and where to find them. Fantastic beast Two: the crimes of Grindelwald, which is what, which is my original title for embark two that I wanted. I want, I want embark <laughs> crimes of Grindelwald. The no. franchise. <laughs> Yes, I, that's what every book, every movie needs. The second title mm. thing has to be The Crimes of Blank. Insert the character here that you're choosing. The most ridiculous it, name you can make up, please. <laughs> More so than Grindelwald? That's a tough one. <laughs> no, but getting to my point, though, is that when I was, with, um, I was on John's podcast, he graciously had me on, and we were talking about some leaks from uh, a... Uh, oh, my God. Hold on, wait. There, there's a comic called a million ways to die hard is there really <laughs> sorry i was looking it up and there's apparently the novels the detective nothing lasts forever and 58 minutes there's a comic called die hard year one because of course and then um there's another comic apparently called a million ways to die hard which doesn't sound right when i say it out loud <laughs> See, John Zanger's doing the legwork for him. He's trying. He's trying to see if the copyright's been taken. <laughs> I'm, I'm checking on it for you, man. Uh, but um, no. The, the point being is that when I was with John, he asked me some questions about a uh, uh, a leaker of Star Wars information. Unlike Nenny Jickelson, I'm not going to give this person a cute name because it, you'd be able to figure it out even easier than that one. So, but what happened though? Like John and I were talking. And in the interview, I, I think it's fair to say that my nerd world has a larger audience than Knights of Vader. And we were talking about this leaker, and I'm like, I'm just very skeptical of this person. I'm like, everything they've said, like, I, again, I just, it feels weird. And then after it was done, this person, like, DMs me on Twitter and is like, like, why are you saying these things about me? And I'm like, I didn't say Whoa. anything. And I'm like, I didn't say anything about you. I said that, like, I was skeptical of your information. I didn't call you a liar. I didn't say you're making anything up. I just said, like, I like, I just felt unsure of what you're saying. And the guy would not stop DMing me for hours until eventually I'm like, dude, what do you want me to tell you that you'll go away? And, like, it just kept happening. And I'm like, like, it's such I mean, a That strange... sounds like somebody believable. That sounds like something they would do, right? It's just so weird, though. I kept asking him. I'm like, guy... 
Like I'm just some random internet person Talking about Star Wars Why do you care about my opinion I didn't make anything up about you I just said I, I found your your scoop A little peculiar And he would not For hours he kept like messaging me He wouldn't stop And I remember being like It's like that's what the Star Wars fandom is And Zenger knows the story as to why the podcast is no longer called the Star Wars Junk Podcast. It's like it's part of the that many too. reasons. It, it's many reasons, but it ultimately comes down to like one reason, one one specific group actually. And it's just like the Star Wars fan base. Oh, sorry, the professional Star Wars fan base really is like the ultimate most isolated. Like it is the like wretched hive of scum and villainy. It's just like it's all these people that are just out to make a buck off people's love of Star Wars. Yeah. And that's kind of like the <clears throat> ultimate thing that kind of like really turns me off about Star Wars. Because I think Rob and I have talked about it on um, this week's like episode of Cinematis. We spent three hours talking about a Disney sing along songs, Disneyland fun. We generally spent three hours talking about like a, a 28 minute minute long kids video and we were talking about like a lot of just like disney stuff like in a vacuum versus like like the weird sort of like internet subculture that now has kind of consumed it and like star wars is one of those big things that like when you if you watch star wars like really like without thinking about like fans or anything like that you just watch it it's just a piece of art it's it's perfect. Even like some of the stuff that I don't like, whether it be Mandalorian or Force Awakens, when you watch the stuff kind of like in a bubble, it's genuinely great entertainment. I think a lot of what's going on with Star Wars right now is just that there's so many horrible people that have hijacked it to make a buck off of it. They've hijacked the narrative and they're really beyond just poisoning the discourse, they're just poisoning the fun of this stuff just to make money off of it. And I'm not talking about like money in the lens of like or under the guise of like, oh, Disney's like doing it to sell baby Yoda plushes. I don't mean it like that. These people are poisoning the discourse so YouTube pays the money because people look watch their video for 15 seconds. And that's kind of like my ultimate like festivist grievance. Is that just like so many people, and I don't even think a lot of them are fans. I think they just know that it's something that's really a really like sensitive subject for a lot of people. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I think it, I think it's a very uh, polarizing subject, Star Wars. And they know that anything they say about it will get them some sort of response. And in today's day and age, a response equals dollar signs. And that's that's what really kind of like is my ultimate like grievance with Star Wars now is that so many horrible people are profiting off others' love of Star Wars. And I think that's probably the most atrocious thing that we're allowing to happen to Star Wars. Shut it down. Shut it all down. Disney, go, just get these, these guys. No, I know we can't do that, but man, I, I guess, agree. It, it, it's, it is the worst. It's, it's a, such a weird thing to imagine that the, the, the whole idea of making money off of fandom to begin with, but then to turn it into on hating fandom, it, of course it, it, it fits perfectly. It makes sense, but yeah, atrocious. And it, it makes every, every discourse that you would ever want to have, no matter where you are, it seems, if you just want to even talk about star Wars, that that toxicity can then leak in really easily. That's what I mean. Like, and that's kind of the thing that's like I, I forget who it was. Somebody, some internet famous person on Twitter was like, "Oh, like I love the Mandalorian. For the first time in three years, I can talk about Star Wars and not worry about somebody yelling at me." And it's like that's the thing, though, is that like that's what we have to be afraid of. 
Like I go on somebody else's podcast, say a scoop person, I found their scoop a little peculiar and I have to spend two hours of a guy harassing me being like, why'd you say these things about me? And I'm like, I didn't say anything about you. I said, you can do whatever you want. I said, you could be right. You could be wrong. I never even, I never said he should be deplatformed. I just said, I found what your information a little odd and he wouldn't stop. And then even going back to why the podcast name changed, that's another thing too. Is that like if you want to have a podcast, you have to be weary of the fact that there's a group of people out there that are going to threaten you because they don't like certain people you're associated with. And that's like that's the thing that bothers me about Star Wars is that the movies are great, like Force Awakens, Mandalorian, all of it. It's all great in the sense of entertainment. But it's the problem is that like you again, not to repeat myself, but there's so many grifters out there. And like I don't, and like Russ said, how do you get rid of the grift? Like, how do we kind of like, much like Minox on the Millennium Falcon, how do we get rid of the grifters? There's no way. Uh, I don't know how you, how you could demon. I mean, that's just they they it's they have the freedom to do that, of course. And I guess we have the freedom to do the, this style too. It's just man, maybe people just gotta like vote with their bucks, man. Like stop. Stop giving in to all that crap, you know, just it's I know a lot of it's hard to ignore sometimes just to hate watch things and hate watching is the thing that exists, too. So I don't know, man. Yeah, it's just that's that's it's just disheartening as a Star Wars fan. It's like it, it's it's weird enough, like all the content that's Disney's putting out all of a sudden. But then you have this again, this this weird sort of just like parallel universe to it all of people that just are just like. I, again, it's not even rabid. Rabbit's not even the right word for it. It's just people who just want to attack. It just, they just want to attack everybody and anything that gets in their way when it has the word Star and Wars in the title. And it's like, why? It's like, I, I can't imagine doing that with anything in my life. I don't care it's whether I love it or hate too. it. There's a lot of elitism behind it, too. They, it's definitely... Definitely, these people definitely know better than the, even the man himself who created it all. And that's one of the you know most disgusting things yeah, about it. It's all... It's all people sitting there just trying to be the I I I'm the biggest fan and damn it and, no one else can be a bigger fan than me. True. Well, I guess my final question is that like how much of this too is artificial in the sense of like like I mentioned earlier about certain like YouTube personalities. Like I can't honestly believe that there's a half a million people on this earth that care about like people talking about an animatronic disappearing i just can't believe that like i don't think you could I, I honestly don't think you could fill a phone booth with the amount of people who genuinely care about a disney animatronic you know, surprise man yeah i don't but know that, people it, people people do care about weird stuff like that I, I, I definitely I, see I, the niche there I don't I don't doubt that there's like like a super subset of people that find that sort of thing interesting but like to have a video about such a like esoteric topic as that get like half a million views on youtube how much of that is also artificial traffic like that's another thing okay i have another grievance okay that's not the last grievance this is another thing was that like every once in a while it's never the last grievance it, it's never the last grievance remember folks every day is festivus when i'm on the podcast and and so I every once in a while I'll go through like Apple Podcasts to see like where Knights of Vader is ranked when you like type in certain like keywords or buzzwords about Star Wars. And like every like week or two weeks I do this and I see where Knights of Vader is. Yeah, I always see a bunch of like new podcasts. And again, Zenger and Russ both being in the podcasting game longer than I have. This thing I noticed is like this podcast that I've just like started like I don't know 
two weeks ago they'll have two episodes out one episode's like the trailer episode where it's like 90 seconds long and the next episode's like i don't know 14 minutes long and it already has like 95 five-star reviews and it's like i love every episode of the show i've listened to all 35 of their episodes and it's like that's funny i've only count two and so my question is how much of this stuff on the internet is just like artificial traffic how much of it's either just bots or people paying paying for the artificial like attention Look, some people are going to give in to that bots thing, man. I, I've thought about it recently. I saw that you can't, it's hard, like, on Instagram to post, like, links to, you know, to actually have links to your show. So you have an Instagram for your show page. But I found out that you can do it when you get to uh, 10,000 followers. And I was like, well, just go buy some bots. But and I thought about, like, no, actually, don't do that. That's terrible. But that 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 pressure is there i think to be able to 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 reach that next level and yeah man the people are buying bots like crazy that stuff's cheap probably that's why i wonder it's like when you do have these people who have like 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 a big following i wonder it's like warm bodies is it behind them and that's what makes me wonder is that like Going back to the audio animatronic thing, it's like, I don't think, if you sat there outside Disney World with a pen and paper and say, excuse me, do you care about the missing animatronic? You'd be lucky <laughs> if you got three people to sign that petition. Like, that's why I mean, though. Like, don't get me wrong. I think it's like, like a headline. It's a fun, like, oh, what does that mean? Like, Disney animatronic missing. I thought those things weighed like half a ton. How did they go missing? Like, it's more of like, like, a, like a weird headline. Or like an oddity headline, but to like watch like a thirty-minute-long video, I don't think that exists. I just I don't think there's that much of interest in that. It's too niche of a topic. I just I I think again not to be that specific, but I think the same thing goes for like Star Wars and like how we've been saying for like years now is that I think the majority of the Star Wars fan base is that silent majority. It's those people who think about Star Wars twice a year when they buy their ticket and when they walk out of the theater, and then that's it until the next movie comes out or until the next, like, Baby Yoda or Beck's, like next best, like, zeitgeist moment. And I think that's really what it is. I, I think this, like, rabid Star Wars fan base is, like, super inflated. To the point where, like, I think it's only a handful of people controlling all this stuff. And I know I Zenger and a couple people gave me some flack for this. It was kind of like my thing of uh, saying that there's this weird sort of, like, clandestine organization against Star Wars. I do, th- I, again, maybe I was wrong for making it sound very uh, James Bond-esque. But I do think that, like, there is this organized movement against Star Wars. But I think it's only a handful of people. And I think a lot of it's just this kind of, like, paper army of, uh, of soldiers. Russ, Russ, hey Russ, yes, yes. Is, is is he talking about the secret cabal again? Um, Russ, well, Russ wasn't there for that initial conversation. I wasn't, but and I won't, I won't focus on it either. But let's just say the lawyer that um, negotiated the Disney deal was J.J. Abrams's father, I believe, or uncle. Okay, I'll leave it there. Oh wait, this is a real thing. That's real. This is the way. <laughs> 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 yeah, let's just say Spielberg is dead. Maybe a coup happened. We don't know yet. <laughs> oh boy! All right, gentlemen. Do we? Okay, I think I think this year. Do we have any more grievances to air? Or I think when it comes to the feats of strength, we defeated ourselves. Did we? Did we uh, all defeat ourselves? All right. Who's winning the feats of strength this year? Who's getting pinned down? 
I pin myself down. I, I, I kind of have myself like in a weird sort of like you ever seen that Monty Python skit with like Graham Chapman? And he's like he's like sitting there like fighting himself. That's me. I'm fighting myself in the ring. It's up to I'm not let, I will I will say yes. You are definitely down. I'm just making sure no one else jumps on as you as you take yourself out of the game. Uh, and where does that leave you, Zinger? Um, I need to kill the rest of this tall boy. God. <laughs> Don't make me laugh while I'm drinking it. It's going to come out my nose. No. Dang, I opened this at the beginning of the podcast and I think I took a sip. Was it like lukewarm uh, was now? It the bottle of a, bottom of a bottle of John Barleycorn. Okay. <laughs> Russ, do you have any grievances? I don't remember. Have you said any? Yeah, I got my grievance right, out. So, I, I, I'm, I'm, my soul is clear now. I'm, I'm good. What, what's that? Uh, like can I put a grievance on Taco Bell, maybe for, uh, for me messing up and having that for lunch, and that's why I was asleep for, for six hours. Or you know what? I've, I've got a grievance for that too. So yes, go ahead. Or is All that right, your grievance? Taco Bell, stop being so deliciously cheap and close to my house on the way home from work. <laughs> that's all I gotta say. <laughs> Taco and Bell, McDonald's, and one more last grievance if we're staying on these places. And McDonald's, you could have done better with those uh, is ending toys. All right, Rise of Skywalker. Oh, they released those. Okay, what they're gonna be is they're like these little, like these. I'm not sure what to think of them. They look like little keychains of characters, but there's some kind of little hologram or something inside each of them. Oh, I didn't but, even know that was out yet. I gotta look into this. I've seen the, like a Portuguese or uh, the Brazilian box uh, thing, but oh. all, all of them are out. But they 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 project they're like a little keychain thing, and I think they have some kind of hologram involved. But there's four unique holograms, so the chances of getting every one there's like sixteen of them, and there's four different things. So th- there's like what sixty four different ones, possibly oh, combinations, wow. maybe more. And they could have done better on it. But that's it. All right, so so I can hear my my fast food grievances. Apparently, yes. All right, Taco Bell, the one that's near me, get my order right once. Just, I have never been in a vehicle getting food from there where they have not screwed up someone's order and taken fifteen minutes to get it to you. There is something always screwed up. It's a you could get a taco and you'd somehow get a burrito. Like you'd be like, I just want one taco, and you'd somehow get a burrito instead. Like, they are terrible. McDonald's, bring back signature sauce. Why did you take it away? I love that. You mean the mayonnaise in the sun? Yeah. No, it's Thousand Island dressing put it in the sun. Oh, okay. Mayonnaise in the sun is just disgusting. (laughs) Hey, I'm looking at these things, Russ. They're pretty cool looking. Like, the Ray and Kylo Ren ones are cool. They're okay. They're okay. I'm, I got to see what they do, though. They're supposed to be some kind of little chip or something in there. I don't know. And, really cool. And my final grievance, Zach, who is this person you, you kept talking about earlier? What what was the name? Nanny, Nanny Jickelson. I really enjoyed her book, uh, Area 51. <laughs> oh, wait. Did you say Annie Jacobson? Yes, that's exactly what I said. Oh, I really enjoyed her book uh, on Area 51 and her other book that she did, um, Prize Kill Vanish, uh, Secret History of the CIA. Oh, cool. All right. Well, why is she bothering with stealing songs from? Uh, I mean, stealing stuff from uh, Zach. Come on. No, no, get she, it together, no, she, Yenny. No, she re- disregarded my thing. She didn't steal it. She just disregarded it and then lied about Star Wars news. 
Yeah, you're just some podcast. You could say anything. Oh, this is okay, Russ. Apparently, uh, 2019 McDonald's Star Wars toys full set of 16 has a holographic background Star Wars characters to collect. They are all extendable and also line up to reveal one of four holograms for each toy. Oh, I got one more grievance I need to air. Oh, God. Because it is, it is a reference to the Facebook group. Poe Dameron, you freaking moron. They've had jetpacks forever. Whoever posted <laughs> that video, thank you. That was the greatest thing ever. They fly now? They oh, fly. Oh, the, oh, I'm watching the commercial right now for this, the toys. Oh, it's weird. Like, they're keychains, but they're really, like, thick plastic. Oh, they're not, like, they're, like, weird, thick plasticky keychains. Yeah. Like, they're really, like. Not plush or anything. They're, like, yeah. They're not even like, it's kind of like, like a giant, like almost like plastic brick, just with like a character print. <laughs> yeah, on. like a sticker slapped on it, right? Yeah, it looks cheap. Yeah, it does. And, and also, it's like, I don't see me putting down too many Happy Meals for this. Yeah, what are they doing with them? No. Yeah, I, oh, but there's like some weird, sh- did you see the, the video? By the no, way, I haven't. I've just seen a still image of it. There's like this really weird, like, ship, or like like, like, a, like, an, like, like an ATST, but it has like an arm coming out like its middle. What? What the hell is this? What the, What are you doing, Disney? What are you doing, <laughs> Disney? Get, get. So we got to keep an eye on these people, man. Yeah, this Disney nonsense. They're getting out of hand now. First, it was bad enough that we just get another ATST with with red glowy lights. Now we got an ATST with an arm coming out of its middle. It's like get out of here, Disney. What is it like a like a like a prize claw kind of thing coming out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has like a claw coming out of its middle. It's very unsettling. <laughs> Makes me vaguely uncomfortable. Oh God! If this keeps going, just imagine what like ships and stuff are gonna look like when we're even like ten, fifteen years from now. If they just keep stick sticking with the same kind of stuff, oh, but good. just altering it and altering it and altering it, nothing can go wrong. There's gonna be a mech, right? There will be a mech at some point. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I guess. I guess one thing I just want to bring up to Zanger before we wrap this discussion up is um, I was talking to John Justice, uh, host of My Nerd World, author of the Embark. Trilogy? I guess we can say series. that. Series, okay. Um, almost trilogy series. And he was telling me he was him and I, he was kind of like I was asking him like questions about like Rise of Skywalker spoilers, and he was giving me very like cryptic answers on purpose. And he told me that from what he's read, Zenger, that the closest movie out of all the Star Wars movies that this one relates to is Attack of the Clones. What? Wait, what? What? He says. He says. This is the. He says. From what he's read, if if the leaks are true, he thinks this one ties into like it's like the most similar to Attack of the Clones. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Did you see that thing where they're like this? Th- there's a total of twenty six threads that will be thematic threads that will be wound up at the end of this film. Like somebody did some kind of math on it. Uh, I have no idea if that's. I can. I can, I can see that. that. I can see yeah. that happening. That's a lot of thread. I think Billy D. Williams is going to show up and be like, hi, guys, and like, and be like, bye, guys. Like, it's basically like him like waving like out of his limo, and that's like, oh, there's Lando. <laughs> bye, Lando. Bless you. <laughs> that was a laugh. That was me just oh. starting in laughter. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, I that's... found it finally. Uh, yeah, good old, good old Rise of Skywalker. I just, came, Lando just came, I just came to get my girlfriend back. You know my ship. <laughs> I read. Did y'all read that article about uh, Billy D not really digging his cat? That was the other thing I was going to go off was uh, was Disney's interpretation of Young Lando, not exactly Donald Glover's interpretation, but his. I don't. I don't think Billy was uh, too hype on on Lando in that L three action. So, 
<laughs> that's a thing that happens, folks. The L3 Lando romance. Yeah, totally. If uh, uh, read Billy D's statement on it, it's uh, it's really po- it's actually it's really well worded and short. It's nice. Did you guys see the video of the ATST with like the the, the arm coming out of its abdomen? No, no, I have not. Oh, okay. All right. Um, what is this on? This is on a McDonald's commercial. There's a McDonald's commercial for the McDonald toys now. Indeed, sir. Indeed. Are we waiting for the video? I figure Russ was looking at it. Oh, okay. No, I'm not. I didn't even Google. I have just like hustled to get this thing off for you. Oh, so. oh okay. I've got That's nothing all right. up. Alright, I'll pull it up for you. Unless the party's going to edit. It's alright, I'm used to it. It wouldn't be a <laughs> night to be a recording unless I had to edit a lot of stuff. McClunky. <laughs> That's a new awkward silence word. Instead of saying awkward, you say McClunky. Okay. <laughs> So great. Um, is somebody going to yep. yell that in the Rise of Skywalker? Like, is that going to be like an opening night thing? Like, someone's going to be like the one ass theater that, like, like when the Lucasfilm logo comes up, be like McClunky. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, now there definitely will be. Oh wait. So, so Russ wasn't involved in the over under on the likelihood of me getting the Kylo Ren lightsaber. Oh, that's going to take like a half an hour to explain. No, it won't. Russ, do you think Zenger's going to get like a $300 lightsaber as a Christmas no, present? No, 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 It's the cheap one from Ross. No, that's not, you're not getting that one. You're getting the dice one. No, she get me the one from Ross. She just saw the other one online and was, okay, so today we went to Ross real quick. <laughs> me and Ellie did. And I was like, oh, I guess you didn't get me the lightsaber. And I pointed and it's the Black Series Kylo Ren lightsaber. Well, she got home later after she went out with the kids for just random stuff. And um, and she was looking up the difference between that one and the Elite Series. The Elite Series is like a $300 lightsaber that I'm like, that's ridiculous. It makes you toast. It butters your toast. It it, it does butter your toast. And so the so I'm like, there, there's an over-under now, I feel, on I think she got me the lightsaber, the the one from Ross. Nice. Cool. Which is the one that does not have the detachable blades. Which I kind of told her, I'm like, between the two of them, I think if I had a $300 one, I'd be scared to do anything with it. Yeah, no, right? That's just <clears throat> that's just a display thing, man. I'd be nervous, too. So we're, we're seeing what the over-under is on that. But I also, um, to another side note, I am getting the ATST from... The Mando one? Yes, the Mando Lego one that comes with the Mando figure. Oh, nice. I know that because I was right there when she bought it. And then she's like, didn't you want the A-Wing too? And she goes, that thing looks lame. So the A-Wing comes with, uh, what's his face? It does. Snap, I pointed that out Wexley. too. Yes, it I comes with Snap Wexley. She stared at me and she goes, that one's kind of lame. Did you want the Batmobile? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> and then Snap she's Wexley. like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised by that too. I was like, is this dude really flying an A-Wing in this? Uh, we've been promised now. So yeah, we're, we're Snap is back. I've got some X-Wing, uh, some A-Wings, guys. I found these A-Wings. They're super old. Yeah. Well, thank you, Snap. So did See? you get the pulled up you needed? I, I went, I'm going to try again, but it wasn't loading before. I don't know what the hell I was doing. Ah, don't worry about it, man. I'm I was trying, yeah, for some reason, my, even my Internet Explorer wouldn't pull up. I don't know what the hell's wrong with my computer right now. I did this right. like a week or so ago. Here we go. There it is. What? I'm uncomfortable. What the hell? Did you post it somewhere? No, it's in the Skype thing. Oh, it's in Skype? Yeah, Zanger, just watch. Watch my... You can't see my what screen? The... Hold on. No, I'm not on the right thing. That's really, like, aliens looking. That That's a mess. That thing is a mess. 
<laughs> he's not even telling what what's the, going what on with it. What is that? <laughs> Best Star know. Wars ever. Kids are smiling when they see. It. All right, yeah, we'll keep going. I got to see what what the payoff is. Oh, it's my favorite vehicle, the Claw Monster. <laughs> so someone just took a claw machine and stuck it to an ATSC. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> what is the point of that? It what looks it excavating I hear here or something? The only thing I can think of Uh-oh, is it puts its hands down and launches itself oh. into the air. The dad was three PO wait, I'm kidding. <laughs> what a weird what a weird commercial that can was. You, I, I can't can wait you... to get my Daft Punk toy. <laughs> 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 on on that note, the, seriously, that thing looks that thing looks like a Metal Gear reject. It looks like someone was like, "Give me concept art for Metal Gear," and they showed them that, and they're like, "No, stop, get out." Yeah, it looked like BB-8 tried to roll Dio in the fire, which that was <laughs> funny. <laughs> get a little right, closer. All right, should we try to watch this commercial now with like with sound to see if we can make make sense of it? No, I don't want I don't want to make sense of it, but let's do it. A few moments later. Okay. Yeah, I'm confused. I'm possibly more confused now than I was before, but I couldn't have even thought that was possible, but here we are. I don't try. Was that like some kind of awesome powers thing with the dad in the tent? Was supposed to look like 3PO? That was really creepy. Was that what that was? If BB 8 and Dio were actually there, why would they think that 3PO was there but wasn't? Or is he in there with his dad in the tent? We don't. You know, no, 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 no. <laughs> if you watch closely, when he's leaning his head out of the tent, it's 3PO's head turning into his head as he's leaning out. Oh, man. Also, I just want to point this out um, real quick. So, The Mandalorian is about an elite bounty hunter. This, this is what we were pitched, by the way. The, Ma- the Mandalorian is about an elite bounty hunter who must fight to survive after a job goes bad. What the Mandalorian's really about? The Mandalorian is about a single father who must battle homelessness and a criminal past to prove, I mean, to provide a better life for his adoptive son. I think I that, like it. I, I think that second one's more true. You know, I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 so, I'm a little too flabbergasted still by that like crane, crane control like ATST. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, 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 I am too. I, I, I kind of can't figure out what's going on there. Is it just to like like pick people up? Like is it just it, like 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 is it just it, like a transformer? Is it ripping the trees out of there? Yeah, is it like it looks like a like a piece of, like this? Some use like excavate things. Like this is like a construction thing. This doesn't look like it's for battle. What would no. a claw do in some kind of battle? I don't know. Is it yeah. thing, something going to be big in Rise of Skywalker? Or is is BB-8 going to run this thing again on Forest or something? Oh, we can only hope for us. We can only hope that he sits there like does it when the First Order like ship is blowing up. I mean, it's not interesting at all. It's. It's just like it looks. It's just there. Like a, it's just it's a wreck. There. It's just a big wreck running through, and some kid smiles at it for some reason. And it's just like dads having fun with C three PO in the tent. <laughs> Wait, was there a toy or something that might have been one of those? I that maybe I hope not. <laughs> I think this, I think this is a is a definitely an exclusive that everyone's getting. That probably <laughs> that commercial probably came out like a couple of minutes ago. You, you didn't even know the toys existed. So if if Zach hadn't seen that yet, that's definitely got to be hot off the press. I had never heard that that there was a commercial. Neither have I. With the giant I, crane thing. Yeah, we got to scoop scoop it. Do go do a video on it right now. Right now. What does oh, this boy, mean for on. the future rise of Skywalker? This crane. Rise or, of Skywalker ship ruins film. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to Let your 3PO tents. 
<laughs> let, let me see if there's uh, um, any of those YouTubers I was talking about earlier. I've done a video on it already. I like to imagine Zanger brings his like like one of his like fifteen children to like the toy aisle and they see this the toy of this thing and they start screaming and Ellie just starts yelling at him. Why would you expose our kids to this Zanger? <laughs> I didn't know it was gonna be here. <laughs> so much frozen so many frozen toys. Let it go. Yes, what's I the, need what's to what's the new let it go what's the new let it go from frozen to like is there like a new uh, like, is, like isn't it like um Stay on? Uh, keep it no, keep it keep it on. keep it on? On trending, step it off or something like that. <laughs> Was that a movie series? Step off. St- uh, step it up. Step it up. Oh, that's what it was called. The streets. Die Hard Two. The streets. Step it up to the streets. Also has a second, a great, uh, great follow up sequel. Uh, step it up again. Step over it. Step it up oh. to Confessions oh, of a Trick Baby. Into the Unknown is the one from um is the oh. new thing. All right, step it up to Into the Unknown. Got it. There you go. Which I haven't, wa- I haven't watched that video yet. On that note, I think we're seeing Frozen 2 tomorrow, maybe? I don't know. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I don't know. Someone's having a good time. Then they're bringing their kids to Target to go look at the new Star Wars ships. <laughs> <laughs> just, just asking for bad things to happen. Just, just, see, you won't get that lightsaber now, Zanger. It gets brought I back want, to that. After you I want claw face, daddy. I want claw face. <laughs> No, that's a great joke. You imagine like, you're sitting in a toy looking at the Star Wars stuff. You see some kid like just mumbling to their parent. I'm all clawfish, da- clawface, daddy, clawfish. <laughs> some gumbo and some clawface. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Is your child all right? No, he does this. We come to this. It's always, it's always a bigger clawfish. <laughs> so, um, the so- giant one comes up behind it. Oh. So, so Russ, since, since you're in the area for this, next time you order gumbo, <laughs> just sure. go give give me some claw face. <laughs> oh God! All right. So, I guess we have to say that in this year's uh, feats of strength, did anybody come out the winner, or did the the weird ATST come out the winner? Because I think it yes, defeated all. I chose an entire tall boy, and then saw that, and I feel like I drank too much. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, so the, the winner of this year's feats of strength is the weird claw boy. ATS claw boy, the claw, the claw boy, boy. old pinchy boy, old. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, all right. As this festivus comes to a close on Knights of Vader, check out our Facebook group. Type in Knights of Vader on Facebook. Find us on Instagram at KOV Podcast. Shoot us an email, KOV. Eh, shoot us an email, KOV Podcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever podcasting platform you're currently listening to us on. Thank you to Ann Superiority Complex for providing our theme song. Check out the show notes to hear more from them. Uh, if you're interested in Knights of Vader t shirts, check out the show notes. You won't regret it. For questions, comments, concerns, or snipe remarks, contact me, Zach, on Twitter, at Cinemodis. You can also hear me on the Cinemodis podcast when I'm not being ignored by Nanny Jickelson as we talk about Disney sing-along songs, Disneyland fun. Three hours, about a 20-minute long Disney infomercial video. But guys, when you're not listening to my three-hour TED Talk about Disney sing-along songs fun, about Disneyland fun, where people check out you? Uh, yeah, you can uh, check me out on Unbelievers Podcast. Uh, we'll be doing a live Christmas uh, holiday special of our own Friday, December 13th. It's going to be a live show. People can call in and, yeah, check it out. 730 Eastern. Just uh, we'll be posting about it. 
So check that out retroactively in the past. Wait, Uh-oh. would it be in the past? When's this episode come out, Zach? Thursday. Probably, you're right. Oh, okay. We'll, I oh. just... Okay, so tomorrow night. Yeah, there, there, there you go. Sorry, I was like, I don't remember when we said we were putting this episode out, so that might be relevant to uh, check out Zingness, uh, my podcast where I talk about nerdy stuff weekly with um, with Ellie or, well, with maybe Ellie again and, and, and my co-host Eric as we we um, navigate the world of nerdom every week. Eric, Zanger's unofficial second wife. <laughs> Actually, honestly, we have been confused for each other multiple times because we do vaguely look alike. And with Zanger's unofficial doppelganger, Eric. (laughs) There you go. Alrighty, folks. Good night, but not goodbye. And as always, remember Alderaan! Down with the Empire! (laughs) Thank you, Luke. No offense, but this holiday's a little out there. <laughs> you, you can't go. Who's going to do the feats of strength? How about George? Good thinking, Cougar. Until you pin me, George, Festivus is not over. Oh, please, somebody stop this. Let's rumble! I think you can take him, Georgie. Hey, come on, be sensible. Stop crying and fight your father. Ow! Oh, I got This is I the got best it. festival ever! <laughs> <laughs>